Peace to our was good. It's your boy Eru. We got state in the building. What's good, state? Yo, what's up, my brother? Chilling, chilling. There's no scrubs today, man. Nah, the hell with the scrubs. <laughs> yeah. We the sport, we the sporty thieves today. Ain't no scrubs. Oh man. Did you get the reference? Or are you too old for that? I mean, am I too old? You know, you too young for that reference. I'm too young. <laughs> they made a song called Ain't No Um No Um Pigeons. To get Wait, at, no pigeons? Yeah, to get at that TLC shit, no more scrubs. Oh man, I mean, I know that song, man. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> What's good, man? Oh man, yeah, I haven't seen this girl in a long time, man. What's up, Lemon Pepper? How you doing? I haven't seen your, your name on the screen in a long time, man. So welcome back. Got Geraldine. Yeah, as always, Mr. Pudge. It's another guy that's always here, always, man. Big time supporters of the pod. So, you know, we're going to talk, man. So you want to talk about this NBA Finals? What's your thoughts on the NBA Finals? The Knicks need to take notes. That's my first thought. Take notes. Both Finals teams is, is built, not broad. And Knicks fans love buying cheap shit. <laughs> that's my problem <laughs> <laughs> and that's my problem with Nick Fans. But sometimes that's all we got, man. We ain't got nothing nah, else but um swap meat stuff. Swap meat stuff. You got $74 million in cap space. <laughs> and, the, and the best you got to show for me is I shut the F up for Mr. 30. <laughs> it's already documented. Nobody wants to come here, man. You know, so we got to go get the Moody Eyes. We got to go get the, you know, the Alfred Paytons of the world, the Reggie Bullocks and stuff like that. That's what I wanted to do. I came over here specifically for that. Oh my god, ah oh, man, I, I, I'm gonna put it up so so we could talk about that too in a second. All right, all right. But um, definitely, like the NBA Finals is a big wake up call for all of the teams that like to do these trades and trade all of this, trade their players for stars and gut their team and gut their rosters. You're watching two teams in the finals who was built over the course of multiple seasons and they was built similar like it, it's similar but it's kind of different and um now i'm good on d-lo champ and um you know the warriors they was built through the draft curry clay draymond it don't matter where they was drafted they was built through the draft and their player development system helped those guys get better that Harrison Barnes, Kevin Looney, and then you keep going over the years. They missed the playoffs for two years straight, and you sell high on D'Lo, which which um, Melo, this guy over here, was talking about. You sell high on D'Lo. You get Jonathan Kaminga. You got Moody. You got James Wiseman. So you got a whole nother young core waiting in the wings. After your original young core, I didn't even mention Mr. Jordan Poole yet. Who I think is worth 120, 100 plus million. I think, he, I think he's worth a max. He's really good, bro. He's really, really good, bro. And um, he's all right. <laughs> nah, nah, bro, bro. Trust me on this one, bro. <laughs> Scotty, I, mean, I got two eyes too, man. The guy's a good, good player, man. But we we have no shot of getting him, you know. So we're gonna have to watch him from afar. He's gonna be like another Donovan Mitchell. We'll, we'll talk about him. It's, you know, eventually, it's I guess it's different because the Warriors got to pay up. So, are they going to pay three hundred to four hundred million in luxury tax to keep Jordan Poole? And how does Jordan Poole like? What does Jordan Poole see for himself? Like, is he on his Tyler Hero 
I want to start. <laughs> you already heard Tyler Arrow like, I'm done with the bench, bro. Like, I, I want to start. Like, I'm ready to start. So is he on his Tyler Hero next season? Because once you win a win a ring, especially if he wins this ring, if I'm Jordan Poole, I want to get paid. Bro. I want to get paid, one. But, two, I want to start, bro. <laughs> I want to start. I want to showcase my talent. So I think he's more likely uh, as a grab than the other guys. But that, that's why I like Jordan Poole. But Golden State was built. They was built for war, and it was built to last. They had Kevin Durant, and he leaves, and they go back to the finals. They also went back to the lottery, too. Yes, but that, but that's avoiding meaningless wins. <laughs> when you avoid meaningless wins, that's what happens. Yeah, you know, but the, our, our prime team gets us meaningless wins, right? But their prime team gets them in the in the um, finals. You get what I'm saying? So, so when their prime players got hurt, they was in the um in the in the lottery, and that wasn't by design. It was like, oh shit, we fucked up, you know. So it, there's not, you know, nothing they could do. All they had was um this guy, freaking um Draymond Green. That was it, Draymond Green, and nobody else. Alec Burks, remember Alec Burks started for them this season that they had one of the worst records in the league. No, Alec Burks started for them, and you know, Tibbs started Alec Burks. Now I don't even want to get into that, but yeah, he started on the on the lottery team. So that should tell you something. <laughs> well, he didn't start on lottery team. He played on Utah. You gotta give you gotta give him some respect, man. He no, played he started, winning he seasons in his State. career. He started yeah. on Golden State and he was on the lottery team. That is a fact. Yeah, but he he's played in the league like mad years and he's been he's done things in, in the league aside from Golden State. He only played for Golden State one year. What what has he done? He's a role player. That's what he's <laughs> supposed to do. He plays a role. He's a role player. Well, it's like you know to say, oh, that what has he done? He's a role player, but but he's he's been on a roll for many, for a few teams, and that he was um successful for for some teams. You know, did they win anything? No, but I mean, he's a role player. Diamond doesn't role player, just like the Knicks roster. <laughs> the whole Knicks roster is a bunch of Diamond doesn't role players. There's nobody on that on that team that if we're healthy, we're gonna be in the NBA Finals. It's not happening. Bunch of men, but Knicks do have a bunch of men. But you got to admit, if Tibbs would have just switched up his rotations, we would have won more games. He was one of the worst clutch time teams in the league, like one of the worst. And that's games under six minutes, and the game is close within five. He was one of the worst. We lost so many games like that. I watched us lose a 28-point lead to Cam Thomas. Remember that Remember that 20-plus lead we lost to uh, to Anthony Simmons? You remember that other 20 plus lead we lost to OKC? I remember those 20 plus, I remember those leads we lost. <laughs> so, you know, it was games we had won, and you know, well, not even against good teams. We lost against bad teams. We lost against it was it was that that, that one point of the season we was like what two for 17 or whatever the hell we was. We we lost we, mad no. games in February. I think we won two games in February. No, we went one in one in ten in February. One in ten in February. So between February and um, what February and March, that's that's when the losing was happening. So I mean, you know, one in ten. God damn it! So I mean, if he were like, if he would have went like at least five, if he went five and six, you know, it, that would have been enough to get us closer to you know to the players. We probably would have made the playoffs, you know, because because it, it would have changed the momentum of the rest of the season. You know what little, I'm saying? Little mistakes, and I agree, Sherman. Like I wish I signed in to 
goddamn, hold on. I'm going to sign in on another link so I can share what Sherman said on my end because I'm not signed in to Art. But he said, the Knicks do have one of the worst lineups in the NBA. I agree with that. We got, I think we have one of the worst start. If OKC and Portland, man, don't get me started, man. Don't get me started with you two guys, man. Yo, the Knicks got Julius Randle, 20, 10, and 5, right? Uh, uh, RJ Barrett is a 20 point a game score. Mitchell Robinson, pay that man because he's a defensive stopper, right? And then we got who else we got uh, on the roster? Uh, Fournier's there, and um, whoever else you want to say that that's the worst roster in the NBA? Get out of here, man. You know, you know, half of those guys, people are, are fighting to the death on the internet, you know, for, um, you know, you know what makes the Knicks starting five so horrible? Because we start two bums. The two bums is Evan Fournier and Alec Burks. Maybe if you give me two actual NBA players in the starting five next to the other three, maybe it'll look better. Don't get me started, man. Julius Randle is, a, is a, you know, is who he is, too. Everybody thinks that he's a certain way. But R.J. Barrett is a 20-point in the game score on a bad team, man. So what, what does that mean to me? I, I don't even want to hear about R.J. Barrett. Or well, when I hear his name, I hear efficiency. So as of right now, I, I, I just want to take his twenty six and three to the bank while he's twenty one. And, and also, too, in speech. the comments, people were, were were um were agreeing with you for the last pod when he was saying that Mitch Robinson, you know, oh, it's okay if you don't if you don't rebound. That's not what he's asked to do or this that. I'm like, what? Like you guys are crazy with the with the with those takes, man. Come on, man. Hold on, I got a stat for you. Mitchell Robinson stat. Now, this stat, according to this stat, um, Mitchell Robinson is one of the best rebounders in the whole league. And this stat says Mitchell Robinson gets the most contested defensive rebounds in the league. And he gets the what most. What does that even mean? Contested defensive rebounds? rebounds? What the hell does that even mean? And who's sitting there watching games, watching 82 games for 30 teams, talking about what is the uh, – is that was that a contested defensive rebound? I never heard of that in my life. Contested defensive rebound? What the hell does that mean? Hey, I tried, brother. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no, nah, it means that <laughs> – so when Julius that, Randall... that means that somebody is drowning and they're going like this. <laughs> now, nah, when Julius Randle and those boys is mucking it up in the paint, you know, the other team is contesting for rebounds. He's in there. His rebounds is contested. So if he's getting the toughest rebounds in the league, get out I mean, of here. Respect yeah. it. Listen, the OKC game, all you gotta do is go to that OKC game and watch those young, those those young guys that are around his age, uh five, six foot five, six foot three. You know what I'm saying? This this the, the tallest guy on the court that day was like six nine or whatever, and he was getting abused that day, uh, I guess against some um, OKC, you know. So eh. That's no problem. That's no problem. It's cool. He could get that excuse for one season. I'll let it slide. Yeah. It's all right. I'll let it slide too, but not, not for not for the, 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 the money that, that um that people are willing to give him. Oh no, uh, after he get paid, I, yo, the baby gloves is off. It's too late, man. It's too late. Listen, if if I see if I know if I, I want to hire somebody, right? And I want them to do something for me, right? But I see that they that they're not a good they don't do a good job at what they're doing. Why would I gonna pay him for? That's true, but you pay for you pay for potential. You don't pay for the right Hell now. Hell no, I pay for you pay for results. You don't pay for potential. What results are you looking for? You results. Looking for, looking for W's. You got to be more specific. You got you looking for box scores. You looking for W's. You looking I'm, look, for I'm looking for somebody that, that could play their position. 
and all everything else will take care of itself. We have these guys on the roster already, and look what's what's happening. Are, are we gonna wait? Oh, they're gonna get better and better and better. My my, my son right now, um, he shows me drawings of, of Spider Man and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. I can't tell him that the, the drawings are trash because he's only eight years old, eight eight and six. You know, so I can't tell an eight year old and a six year old your drawings are trash. You know, you know what I'm saying? But but you know, I'm gonna say what maybe like in another ten years when they're eighteen, they they could be multi million um you know dollar painters or whatever the hell. You know, you know what I'm saying? But that's that's you know how many years from now? Ten years from now? Hmm. You know, or five years from now when they're getting when they go to high school and they start going doing to like uh, going to art and design or whatever the hell. You talking about like that's like five years from now, right? Yeah. That's crazy. No, me? You talking about five years from now? No, I'm saying five years from now, my eight-year-old son will be what 13 going to high school. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna pay a dude that hoping that one day that he's gonna be be something. I think he can be that next season. That's why I'm I'm trying to get him early. I'm trying to keep him in the building. As long as that point guard situation looking real right, I think. Uh, yeah, the Knicks got so many questions, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you started off with the playoffs, right? How did the Knicks stack up with with um? Uh, you mentioned you mentioned Golden State, but talk about um the the Celtics because mm -hmm. I, I I can give you a take that the Knicks um uh, you know because somebody somebody that's that that's another guy that I want to uh, to to give some light to, um he he said um he said um. Uh, it, it was Lee, Leo, Leo Valentin. He made a, a post, you know, joking around about people talking, you know, that, you know, bigging up RJ a little bit too much. But then mm -hmm. somebody popped in there and said, yo, dead ass that that the Celtics, um, you know, couldn't beat us, whatever. You know, RJ, you know, RJ hit the game winning shot or whatever on us. We matched up really well with them then during the regular season. But but, um, you know, the point with that is that after he hit that shot, that's what woke the Celtics up. You know, after he, yeah, the Celtics, you know, went went crazy after that, and then they started locking down on defense and really, really showing up on offense because they probably was embarrassed that somebody as trash as RJ Barrett <laughs> just hit a game winning shot on them. You know, they, they, they were embarrassed, and that's why they're in the NBA Finals right now. Hey, yo, stop talking about my bears like that. Dude. I'm just, I'm just mess, I'm just messing around with you. All right. Well, oh so man, <laughs> kill him yeah, I'm just messing around with you, man. <laughs> I kill him, my boy. Uh, how do you think the Knicks stack up with with a team like that? So I'm looking at the Celtics. Let's look at them. All right, RJ. I know he can match up with one of either Jalen Brown or Taylor. I know he's going to compete with one of them. I've seen it before. Seen it his first few years. The problem is the other positions on the court. <laughs> do I trust? Who is my point guard to go against Marcus Smart, right? Because he might have that man in jail. Um, who is the other wing that's beside R.J. Barrett? Is there a wing on this roster that I could, uh, I could see go at Jalen Brown? As of right now, no, it is not. <laughs> I'm going to be truthfully honest with you. Um, can it happen? Probably. We've seen us bust the Celtics' ass in the regular season, but we also seen with regular season and postseason. The Celtics can't guard Fournier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. you want to talk about somebody that can't be they can't be guarded? They can't guard Fournier. <laughs> so that's I mean, act of life right there. Yes, and I, I feel like Mitch matches up with Robert Williams well, so I'm not worried about that. The other thing, the Al Horford, the Al Horford uh, 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 situation. Right, he's everything you would want Taj Gibson to be. Everything. And he's everything you want Taj Gibson. And he's way better than Taj Gibson. It's not even close. So when I get well, pissed you know, off. Respect to Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson is old now. Respect. You know, he's done. 
But you know, Horford is old too, though. But the, the thing about it, you know, guys, people are different. People age different and stuff like that. So I mean, you know, Al Horford, you know, while while um, what what did, what did um Todd Gibson say that the bacon, egg, and cheese is what what helps him out? So that's the reason why his his career is dwindling down because he eating bacon, egg, and cheese at freaking like 38, 36, whatever old he is. But Al Horford, man, you know, I don't know what he's eating. I, I ain't got, you know, I got a joke for you. I was gonna say like platanos or whatever the fuck yeah, yeah something like that man yeah. but i mean you know people age different man so he's still got a lot left in the, in the tank you know as far as competition and and the reason why i'm not scared of the celtics remember when when rj guarded tatum he shot under 40 percent. it was to the point where they had to switch rj on brown because brown started getting hot like this was like every game we played against them whoever rj wasn't guarding the other dude just gets smoldering hot. And, you know, we need help on the wing. So I can understand why the Knicks is looking at the wing in this year's draft, even though that guy is will not play until 2023 March. Um, well, let, so, let me throw this at you. Do, do you think you know, teams look at look at a team like the Celtics and say, okay, how do we guard these teams? Or, or, or are they looking at their roster, figuring out, like, how can I make the team better? Because me, me as 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 uh, somebody that loves basketball, I'm not looking at the Celtics like, like how am I going to guard these guys? I'm not looking at it that way. I'm looking at it like how can I build the best team possible on you know on on my my um my plate, on my board. You know my 15 guys. How can I make my 15 guys the best that it could be? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean I made this point with you before with the with the Bucks. The Bucks and the Celtics are two different teams. You know, mm. so the Bucks are built one way. The Celtics are built a different way. So I mean, when when um the Bucks won the championships, it was like, oh, who are we gonna get to guard Giannis? Okay, now Giannis is not there. Who are we gonna get to guard um Tatum? So if um if Luca gets gets there and wins the champion, how are we gonna what are we gonna do to stop Luca? You know, it's always gonna be something. How are we gonna stop this person? But when when do when do we look at our team and say how can we make our team the best? Because if we make our team good, then teams will be looking like, okay, how do we stop what we're doing? Gotta um. So it depends on where you're at. In your rebuild, right? Um, so what you just said is where we're at right now, right? We're at the stage where we're trying to become a great team, so we're building right now. But when we get to that stage, I think we will be at that stage. It should be by the end of next year's playoffs because I think we're going to make the playoffs next year. But we're going to be at that stage where now this is under my belief that the kids got better. We made the playoffs. Uh, We gave a team a hard four playoff series. Now, when you get to that point, that's when you got to be like, okay, we got to get a guy to stop this guy. Or if we got a guy already on the roster, we got to get more guys like that said guy in order to stop this guy. So it just depends on where you're at in your rebuild. But we definitely need tall wings, right? But it's funny. We got RJ. We got Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is just such a – he's such an enigma, bro. He, he's he's such an enigma because I would throw Reddish on Tatum in a heartbeat. But my problem with Reddish is it, it's the it's the motor thing. It's the it's the but, but okay we we put we put um Tatum um, that's what I'm trying to say we we put um Cam on Tatum but but what is um Cam doing to Tatum? Like how, how are we beating them? Just um defending the of uh, the best offensive players in the NBA is not winning basketball. You know because we we if we defend them we're not locking them down we're not they're not gonna get like ten points they they're still gonna get their numbers. It's it's about making their making them um 
you know, making it hard for them to get their numbers. That, that's the thing. But but in order to beat teams like this, you, you need to be able to attack the other team. Yeah. So it's two ways. You beat a team with offense and you can beat a team with defense. Now, the offensive side of the ball is two parts to that, right? The first part is the young guys getting better themselves. So me and you and, like, other Knicks fans are praying to God that R.J. Barrett Reddish and those boys is in the gym right now. Literally, like, right now. It's raining outside. It's 8.33 p.m. in New York. The motherfuckers better be in the gym. Like, literally, like, right now. Because if they get their individual offense better and they get the chemistry going in the offseason, y'all play with each other for a couple years now. So now it's kind of no excuses now. But the other side of this, and I think next season – I think we could get on the players, but the biggest side of this is that 64-year-old clown in that suit. That 64-year-old clown, that's the huge thorn in, in, in my backside right now. That guy offense is horrible. He, horrible. But he got to be safe from himself. That, that's the point. He got to be safe from himself because def- yes. defensively, we're we're able to to figure out ways to slow down Tatum and them because because we proved that you know uh, by beating them a few times this year that, that you know we proved that. So so the thing is we, we have to like um get Tom Thibodeau out of his own way by 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 fixing the roster uh, uh, you know so to to give him something that he could work with. You know, uh, Julius Randle's the number one. We got to get rid of him. But the thing is, if we had a different coach and different philosophy, Julius Randle is right there. He could go against Tatum because Tatum can't can't necessarily guard Julius Randle if you if you're running Julius Randle a certain way. You know, you, uh, having Julius Randle grab the rebound and run the full length of the court and then run into three people that's not a that's not a good idea. You know, that's just not it's just not a good idea. Okay, now many how many times how many hours you watch a game, Tom Thibodeau. You know what I'm saying? It's not a good idea to run, make that, to, to do the stuff that you do with him. But I mean, we, we could work it, man. Because, I mean, Julius Randle and and um and RJ should be enough, and if Fournier as a third wheel should be enough. You know, and some of the other guys that we have on the roster, it should be enough to win games, yo. You know, so th- that's that's all on Tom Thibodeau, which is annoying to keep talking about, but it is what it is. You know, we, we definitely should not be where we are now. You know. Yeah. Especially since we are that's a point I'm trying to make too with that. We argue all day about Mitchell Robinson and any other, but if he was that good, and if Julius was was on was 2010-5, if that 2010-5 was that good, and if RJ's 20 points and all that, if that was that good, then we should have made the playoffs, man. And uh, you know, it sits on the on the feet of Tom Thibodeau. This it's, it's really his fault. Yeah, but it's also kind of the players' fault. Every player on our team had an individual stint where it's like, get this fucking guy off the court. <laughs> so, so for example, RJ Barrett in last year's November, I think he averaged eight points, bro. <laughs> yeah, he was trash in the beginning. People were going to go to blows. He was he you know, like for like people say, Oh, he was hurt. Oh, he got the, he got a stomach bug. <laughs> like, what? If he's trash, he's trash. He was cold garbage. All right, go yeah. on. So to the to the I'm making excuses for him, even though even though he had a stomach bug, his ankle was definitely hurt at the time. But it's still no excuses, bro. Eight points, my boy. Like at least you gave heart. Julius yeah. Randle, he acted like a, a a B all season. Disrespected the fans. Didn't play with no heart. Played like an idiot. Held the ball. Blase, blase. Won him traded. Alec Burks, 
whether it is not really his fault because his 64 year old head coach is is a goddamn idiot. Just kept running him at point guard. Then, Just like you said, he thinks that he's um this guy, uh, uh the dude on um, Jordan Poole. He thinks he's Jordan Poole, <laughs> but he but he's a, a career journeyman. Stop making a career journeyman into like the next big thing. It's crazy. And 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 then it was like Evan Fournier had a clause in his contract where he just had to start every game. Like I don't, I did. He doesn't need to play for the Knicks. That that's just me personally. We don't need him. I got Quentin Grimes. I can watch my twenty-two year old play his role. Right, let's, uh, we're gonna get to that. There's a lot of stress. I'm gonna throw at you need, at, at your I, feet today, man. There's a lot okay. of stress. So I need ever for you to he he gotta get the fuck out of here. Man. I'm just sick of his the French shit. I'm All just right. sick of that shit, man. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm change I'm gonna change tempo, but I, I got I gotta acknowledge my man here. We did we did put it up, but I didn't acknowledge it. Um, oh, you know, man. I'm never gonna be able to pronounce your name, man. So I, I don't want to mess it up. But Matan, thanks for the um super chat on 199. You know what I'm saying? You know, at least add the tax on there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, mm. anyway, but I appreciate you, man. He, he wants to talk about Steph. Uh, he rather had. He, w- w- did y'all even want Steph? Hell yeah, we wanted Steph, man. But that's not our fault either. That's that's um, you know, the the Minnesota Timberwolves GM because he drafted two two point guards back to back, and no, ended up driving fault. um, you know, drafting five starting point guards that year. So that guy Khan, his name is Khan. So the hell with that motherfucker. No, no, that's our fault. I disagree with that. How? Meaningless wins. You knew you wanted Steph and Curry. What you winning games for? Duh. Yeah, yeah, but Stephen Curry, but that you, you can't give it, you can't put it on the Knicks because Minnesota, they 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 didn't even draft um uh uh what's the name um Curry. They drafted two point guards before Curry. Okay, so who's the asshole? Minnesota. Minnesota drafted two point guards before Steph Curry was drafted, but the Knicks are the asshole. Nah, it's Minnesota. Minnesota's the asshole. It's in, in Minnesota after they got that wrong they get two more number one overall picks and now they got edwards in, in, in towns well, and we the fuck 2009, right i'm not even sure if that's the right year but 2009 it's 2022 now mad stuff uh, dumb happened on minnesota's between um 2009 and 2022. that's true that's true yeah but but you know it, it yo man it's tough man it's tough man the tibs the Tibbs factor is like one of the biggest factors. It was Johnny Flynn. Johnny Flynn was good in college. Yeah, he had like a, I think he like broke his hymen or something like that. Some, some wild shit. Yeah, yeah, like an injury that it was like some internal hip injury that that he never came back from it. You know, it, it was a um, it was a football injury. It was a football. It was a football hip injury. Like one of those bad injuries too, or it, it was something crazy. It was something internal, something like in internal in, in between his hips somewhere that like some shit that like that pregnant women get, you know. What I'm you know what I'm saying? It was like something really, really weird that he that he just couldn't come back from. You know, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Johnny Flynn was nice, yo. But I mean, why would you draft Johnny Flynn and, and freaking Rubio? That's the dumb. That's that to me is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. I didn't take And on top of that, he they drafted Johnny Flynn first. They drafted Johnny Flynn first and then Rubio. <laughs> I took Curry. Yo, you don't watch three years of Curry and Davidson and be like, nah, I'm gonna take rookie Rubio. <laughs> yeah. If if Minnesota would have took Curry like he, like they should have, hindsight is twenty twenty. Okay, we already we all know that Curry is the best. Okay, so if Minnesota took Curry um with that with that first pick, they had another pick right behind it, and they could have drafted his running mate. 
They could have had Curry and a running mate right next to him, whoever that may be. You know, just look through that draft or who that player might have been. He could have drafted the uh, two two um perennial All Star starters, but they chose to get Johnny Flynn and and um and and Rubio. And they so still- let, yo, let, let, let's let's say let's say they get they say they drafted um uh, Curry the way they should have, and let's say mm-hmm. they drafted um I don't know. Uh, you know, Jordan Hill, because Jordan Hill was the best power forward. That's the one that we drafted. He was the best power forward in the league. If they drafted Curry and, and uh, Jordan Hill, nobody would have said nothing. But then we would have had a choice between Johnny uh, Flynn and freaking Rubio. We would have took Rubio. And then there, there would have been a whole different history, man. It would have been it would have been a whole different thing going on. I'm so happy we're not going to be in the lottery next season. Because <laughs> yeah. we gotta talk about shit like that, man. Shit that never goes away. It just never goes away. All right. Well, speaking of speaking of um the lottery and stuff like that, another team that was runner up to in, in the playoffs was the Miami Heat. They they went seven mm-hmm. games with with Boston, whatever. So like the you know the main thing you know with, with that right now is like you got to talk about Pat Riley. This is ghost of the past. Pat Riley right now, you know, you know Pat Riley ever since he he um got in the Miami Heat. Which was like um, 1995, you know, 1995. He signed with the with the Heat. They gave him full, you know, runner of the other team and all this. Yep. But um, ever since ever since then, they all he did was revamp that roster constantly. They, you know, how how the hell did he get Tim Hardaway? How did he get Tim Hardaway? How did he get Jamal Mashburn? He got, yo, that motherfucker had Alonzo Mourning, Jamal Mashburn, and Tim Hardaway, and he went and got Dan Marley too. How? And LeBron. <laughs> well, I'm saying that that's the first. This is the first team that he built that that, that was battling against us. How the hell did he get Alonzo Mourning? Because Alonzo Mourning was on Charlotte. How the hell did he get to Miami? Uh, you know, Tim Tim Hardaway was on Golden State. How the hell did he get to the to um to to Miami? Uh, what's the name? This dude. Um, uh, you know, uh, Mashburn was on Dallas. How the hell did he get on Miami? How? I don't even want to dig to find out, but look at those names. Fucking Mashburn was a twenty-point a game score in Dallas. You know, um, Tim Hardaway Jr. had his own sneaker, and he was like twenty-three points a game in Golden State. Are you kidding me? And and they stole Alonzo Mourning from Charlotte, who was a twenty-ten and three blocks per game guy. How did he do that? But that's Pat Riley, fam. And then you want to talk about LeBron James? He did that. And then before before LeBron James, he won a championship with Dwayne Wade, Antoine Walker, and all the and Shaq. How the fuck did he get Shaq, fam? How did he get Shaq? How did he get Shaq? How? This is the fucking Don. Pat Riley is the Don, bro. He's the fucking yeah. dog. I like like uh somebody I, I forgot who said that. I wish I could I wish I could remember shit, but somebody um you know one, one of our uh, uh our friends friends of the podcast whatever he he was like that um you know that you know it's just it's just amazing. I forgot I I lost my train of thought, man. It's just like how the hell did he do, does he do this all the time? It's Pat Riley, man. It's it's a good organization, good weather. No state tax. <laughs> the weather and the state tax does not get you Shaq and Alonzo Mourning. And he had Alonzo Mourning and Shaq on the same team. With, with D-Wade. D-Wade will get you Shaq. <laughs> D-Wade was on his rookie contract. D-Wade averaged 27 in his second year. <laughs> 
Yo, yo, and nobody, yo, Dwayne Wade almost didn't make it to the lottery. He made it to the lottery because of, of his play in, in the um, postseason that year. You know what I'm saying? And then Miami um, chose him higher than most people thought he would go because he was he was um, doing really – he was like Donovan Mitchell, you know, which, which is I'm trying, I'm trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? Now um, they just made it to – almost made it to the finals. And and, and who's available? The best um, shooting guard in the league. One, maybe, I don't know if you want to say top five shooting guard in, in, the, in the NBA. Maybe even top three. Donovan Mitchell is dangling. You know, everybody's talking about, oh, the Knicks should get him. How? You know? Wow. But, yeah, but, you know, you want to talk about a, a player? Um, Tyler Hero, he wants to start, right? Yeah. He could start on Utah. And you already know the um the complexion over there. You know, Utah love to love their um their their Caucasians, you know what I'm saying? They always try to get somebody, you know, whatever. So I mean getting a star shooting guard over there, Tyler Hero, you know, no disrespect. But I'm just saying, you know, Tyler Hero over there, you know, he would he probably would be a 20 point a game store if if they gave him minutes. Yo, Tyler, yeah, Tyler Hero, man. That's a he's an interesting name to me. I mean I know you I know Miami will do it. <laughs> That's what's funny. Like whatever Utah want, I know Miami will do it. And if I'm Miami, I'm doing it. And the reason why I'm doing it is because I got Bam and I got Jimmy Butler. And you know, <laughs> whatever they but here's my thing. I'm Utah. And I'm sitting at the table. And if Miami try to give me Tyler Hero, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, and two first round picks. I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> Are you crazy? Are you I'm crazy? Hanging up the that, that's a whole starting lineup almost there. Gabe Vincent is a good player, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, <laughs> yo Duncan Robinson not, is a good player. Yo, he's not even getting minutes right now. He cannot defend. It don't matter. Vincent, that's, that's how Miami played. They, they pay dues, and, and if they change their mind, that's it. Somebody got to get fired. Utah accept that trade. Somebody going to get fired. And you said two first round picks. Two first round yo, picks. Yo, that's enough that. to get hero. That's enough to get Donovan Mitchell. Listen, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny or nothing, right? You know, people are not going to like like what I'm going to say right now. But like, everyone was comparing uh, RJ to Tyler Hero. Okay, listen, uh, Tyler Hero's playing on a winning team. If he was on the Knicks, he would be averaging this, um the same, or if not more than than RJ Barrett right now. Okay. Let's be let's be real, but on a yeah, losing team, next morning we still wouldn't be winning. Or, or then again, we might actually be winning. Who knows? You know, you know what I'm saying? But but RJ and Tyler Hero are on the same plane. RJ is not 10 times better than Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero needs to guard the other team's best player. He needs to stop coming off the bench first. Then listen, we can have that conversation. Listen, <laughs> we can Tyler, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero played for the Miami Heat. Okay. And um and went deep in the playoffs and had big games and all of this. Okay. He ain't had no big games these playoffs. <laughs> hey, he's done. He's done it before. But you know, how many big games? How many big games has RJ had? I can't talk about playoffs. We already know what happened when that. Yeah, but they're the same age. Same, not same age, but same. Um, you know, rookie scale deal contract thing. You know, they're in the same level. They I mean, they're peers in the NBA. Hero guards the other team's best player, and he stops coming off the bench. We can have that conversation. Yeah, but he could guard the best player in all this and the other. But but um, you know, if, if Atala Hero was on the Knicks, he would average twenty points a game too. If That's if um, RJ Barrett was on Miami, he would be coming up the bench. I don't know about that. Who who is RJ Barrett starting over in Miami? Who is that? Who's my who's the next? Who's the wing next to um Jimmy Butler? 
Well, whoever whoever it is, I'm not I'm not gonna say who it is, but whoever it is, they're not gonna start over. Um, over. Um, you know, RJ Barrett's not starting over them. Uh, bro, who did you see? They started Gabe Vincent and Kyle Lowry in the backcourt. Yo, yeah, they started Gabe Vincent. I think Gabe Vincent will play over RJ based off of what the Miami Heat do because they want to win. Nah, you drunk. They, they benched Duncan <laughs> Robinson. They benched Duncan Robinson. <laughs> You can you, listen. I'm I'm over exaggerating. I'm over exaggerating a lot just for the simple fact to just to, to put the to put it out there that Tyler Hero and R.J. Barrett are on the same on, on the same level. Regardless, if you want to keep talking about defend the best player, you know, um, you know, they're not winning in New York, and 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 we have enough talent here to do it. We're not winning in New York. It's a team sport. Come on, we have bro. enough talent on our team. To make playoffs, I'm not saying to be in the NBA Finals. You know what I'm saying? We have enough talent. But I mean, anyway, that, that's that's drawn out. That's drawn out. Um, I, you know, I'm just saying. Hero, listen, the the, the Knicks um, the, the um, Knicks fans don't want to put RJ Barrett in in the trade for for um Utah. Hell I'm no. I'm good. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I could be on crack, right? But everybody says, hell no, I ain't putting RJ Barrett in no trade for Donovan Mitchell. Are you crazy, right? So then, how the fuck are we getting Donovan Mitchell? I, so, <laughs> you asking me? How, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just, just people in, in out there. You know, like my man, you, you highlighted Big Shiesty. How the hell are we getting Donovan Mitchell if so, we don't so, argue bad so, in the tree? So the shit that kills me, right? So you gave me a great rebuttal. <clears throat> you said Utah take Hero, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, two first round picks for Donovan Mitchell. If Utah take that bum ass trade, somebody needs to be fired. Now, as well, far as the Knicks is concerned, right? If the Knicks can't beat out that deal, that specific deal. Okay, so beat it. Beat it. I'm giving you 2010 and 5. I'm giving you quickly. I'm get, don't get no. You, not, it's that's the worst 2010 and 5 you ever seen in your life. It's meaningless um, stats. It's meaningless stats. But we got to be nice, Eru. It's not for that narrative right now. Because <laughs> I don't even believe what I'm saying. That's the thing. I don't even believe what I'm saying, but just to make the argument, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. You're not gonna, you're not gonna just say say lies just because like you like one person more than the next. You nah, know what I'm saying? Nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't even believe myself. You know, but so, I just the argument. Just I have the argument. Not, not just for me. If I'm giving them Randall, I'm giving you. Damn, that's tough, y'all. But you can't though, because Jonathan Mitchell and, and Randall make the same money, so you can't say I'm gonna give you Julius Randall. I'm gonna give you this guy, this guy, no, this Randall guy. Makes less. Because it don't, huh? Randall makes less. How much less, man? You talking about three million dollars left? Nah, less? he makes he makes he makes I think nine million less. Nope, nine, nope, nine nope, nope, nope. Makes nine million less. Jonathan nope. Mitchell is twenty nine million. Randall contract next season, I believe, goes up to twenty one. So it's probably like eight million. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's wrong. You want to? We, we could check it. Yeah, I think it's eight million. I think it's eight million less. Not eight million dollars less. That's that's uh, that's got to be wrong. Absolutely wrong. Because I mean, um, the first his first contract, he was making that much. He's on a new contract. So now we, we got we got a fact check. It depends on when his con when the contract kick in. It kicks in next year. God damn it! See that now we got to do all this all this research now. So, so the, yeah, Donovan Mitchell makes thirty million. Hold on. 
Let me see right here. I didn't even type in the right thing. Julius Randle makes $23 million um, next year. Okay, cool. 25, 27, 29. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm wrong then. $23 million. So we're talking about, what's that, 29? And was that $6 million? Okay, so uh, who who we add into this deal to, to, make it, to make it work? Julius Randle and who else? Giving them quickly. I'm so sorry, quickly. We gotta go, bro. They want reddish too. I they can have reddish, and I give them the 11 pick. Now, if that's not a better deal than what Miami want, then Miami can have them. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. But from Utah, from Utah's perspective, would Utah do that? They're gonna have Julius Randle, and they're gonna have another big a big man in um in up front there, with no with no point guard really. You know, and they're gonna have um Jordan Clarkston. That's decent to me. That's decent. Uh, but man, would they do that? It depends. It depends. How how much do you love 2010 and 5? And how much do you love quickly? <laughs> how much do you love Reddish? And how much do you love your, the 11 pick? Yeah, it, it's eh, eh. with the all like Miami giving up Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Gabe Vincent and two first round picks for Donovan Mitchell, and the Knicks can't beat Miami out for that deal. It, it just comes down to yo, if he want to go to Miami, if he want to go to the nice weather, or he want to come home to New York. That I think that's what it would probably come down well, to. Well, here's the thing too, like you, mm -hmm. um, this this is like a like a mellow thing situation too, because I mean right. once Donovan Mitchell gets here, who's playing with him? RJ. RJ now. And in my deal, you still got Quinn Grimes, you still got Obi, you still got Mitch. That's not enough. <laughs> That's not, yeah, it's not, it's not enough. You got to build. You're right. You, you got to build a team. It's not enough. So it, it, it depends on who the free agency is. You you play that role because it's gonna be guys who gonna want to come play in now. People gonna want to come play in. But how, how do we do that if we if we capped out? We got the MLE. That's eleven million. Yeah, um, star player is gonna come for eleven million. Can Melo come home? Um, yo, you could build a team real quick, bro. I could build a team in like like ten seconds, bro. They, they it might sound disgusting. Yeah, but we're <laughs> probably gonna be on for like another hour or so. So, ten seconds, go. I was I was Sam Melo. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, and go ahead. I'm re-signing Mitch. Jesus and Christ. I can't God. believe I'm about to say this. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm signing Drummond. So you signed Mitch and Drummond? So so Donovan Mitchell got to drop 30 a game in order no, no. for us to even crack the 100. RJ Barrett got to show up. <laughs> And Obi got show up. He like got a motherfucker. Up. Like a motherfucker, they do. <laughs> they gotta show up. Well, yeah, listen, if Miami gets gets um Donovan Mitchell for that deal, you know, um, how do you how do you match up against them? You got Donovan Mitchell in his prime. So, you know, so Jimmy Buller could be could be Batman. You still got um, you know, out of bayou over there. I, I don't get it. I don't I don't, I don't care about, about out of bio trash. I got Mitchell Robinson, I don't care about it. Yeah, but Adebayo is a third-string guy. Huh? Adebayo is a third-string guy now. It, 
That's cool, cool. No, I I, I trust in twenty four year old Mitchell Robinson, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> RJ Barrett already gave him 46. Out of buy made an all-star team. You got to put some respect on the dude's name. Out of buy he he tight pull. Let's let it, let's stop the madness. Yeah, but Mitchell Robinson never did none of that. But oh, but but this guy has been in the all-star all-star. Can, and stuff can like you that. give me a team in a functional offense? Can you can we start there? Yeah, can Mitchell Robinson. Oh my God, man! You just you just had a plays? rent on Pat Riley. You just yeah, but, had a whole rent. Yeah, but if if you sub out like out of Bayou for Mitchell Robinson, you know Mitchell Robinson is going to be out of Bayou, and then and then out of Bayou is going to turn to Mitchell Robinson. Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? You? No, but that's what you said though. Isn't but, that what you said? But then don't kids grow up different? <laughs> yeah, eight year old ain't like your six year old. No, don't shit me down. <laughs> don't shit me, yo, bro. Yeah, would you would you trade uh, uh, Ob for Mitch? Straight up. Not Obi out of Bayou for Mitch straight up. Nah, out of Bayou is better than Mitch. We both know that. I'm sure I'm gonna have respect. I'm. I, I, I know. I told That's you. I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say you gotta I give the dude some respect, and you. No. Yeah, but you're gonna say no respect, and then give him respect at the same time. But 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 at the same time, I have respect for a 24 year old Mitchell Robinson, and I believe in him, and I believe that we're going to make the playoffs next year, and those two will be matched up in the playoffs, and I believe Mitchell Robinson will shut that man down. That is a fact. That is my belief in Mitchell Robinson. He's canceled out. Jimmy Butler, R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett, twenty-two years old, and I got, and I got, I got, a, I think I got a hundred-dollar bet. One of my coworkers he's making the All-Star team next season. So that you already know what my stock is is already in him. So him and Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler gonna be thirty-four years old. How much longer can he keep this up? I don't just know. One more time. He <laughs> just got to do it um, one more time. I hear you. When you watch them young boys, Jalen Brown and them boys run up on him. He he, he ain't look. He ain't looked this. He was scoring, but them boys was giving him buckets. So I, I think RJ cancel him out. Now the now the X factor, Donovan Mitchell. I'm not scared of Donovan. I'm not scared of Donovan neither. But if you put Donovan Mitchell on Miami Heat with 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 the, with the team, because you just said it was a team sport, you put that team, team together, they're a good team. Well, yeah, that's coach. a great. That's a damn good team. That's a. And if great you want to talk team. about mid-level exemption and things like that, Miami Heat are in or in win now mode. So I'm going. If I'm if I had a choice to go with um to the Knicks and with the hope, you know, like Jesse Jackson is is running the team, keep hope alive on um, Knicks or go to Miami Heat. I don't know. I, I think well, I might go to the Miami Heat. It depends because Jimmy Butler, 34, right? How long is he going to last? We already know he got injuries. Bam out of bio. I listen, that's just bam out of bio. He ain't no call anything saying that he's bam out of bio. So it depends on how he feels. That that I mean, I feel like the Knicks will have a, a, a more sustainable nucleus around him where he can have sustainable winning. And by the time and, and he don't gotta worry about oh <laughs> is RJ Barrett getting old, is Mitch getting old. No, them yeah. boys is them boys is prime right now. I'm right. I, I, me personally, I, I would love for Donovan Mitchell to come in, but in my heart of hearts, you know, I think he might be in Miami because I I know for sure Pat Riley will do that deal, and I think the Knicks will not. I, no, no, matter of fact, I don't think I know for a fact they will not include R.J. Barrett in no Donovan Mitchell trade because it's going to be too much blowback, too much media. Piling on third overall pick, 
the Fed, we're going. It, it, it's too much stuff behind that. Now, if you're going to trade them other boys, Miami only giving up two first round picks. I'm willing to give up three, four, if that's the case. We got the ammo. <laughs> I mean, so it. it I, listen, man. I, I think the Knicks can beat Miami. Can beat Miami out for off of Donovan Mitchell. They just it, now that's on Leon Rose desk. That's that now that's business behind closed doors. That's sealing yeah. the deal. That's that's what I'm getting into. That you know we we hired Leon Rose. Leon Rose he got to make his money. You know yeah. uh, Pat Riley. I I got an article up here. This is an actual real article here. You know the um the when when the Knicks uh, first hired um Pat Riley. You know what I'm saying? So this this is this is to me this is incredible. This is like a, an actual thing. You can read it right there. This is, it was only a blip too. It's a nice title, but it's only like um what like maybe like four or five paragraphs long. You know, Dave Checkets and stuff like that. This is show you the respect that they gave the Knicks at that time. And the Knicks were 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 um box office um sports during the time there. But I mean, we don't got Pat Riley. We got Leon Rose. So Leon Rose got to make his money, man. You know, we got him for a reason, so we should be able to put Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell in the bag, you know, in, in an overnight. You know what I'm saying? In the overnight bag and put him in the overhead compartment. He should be a Nick next year. <laughs> Everybody's sealing deals but Leon Rose. He want to seal a deal with Evan Fournier and then wonder why fans is pissed off and everybody cursing each other out. You're not bringing us enough talent, clown. Yeah, 60. That black man left him with $74 million. In cap space, RJ Barrett and Julius Randle. And the best you got for me is Alec fucking Burks and Tom Thibodeau. But man, Leon Roy, he, oh, Kimber Walker, too. You know, Kimber Walker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's progressive, man, because like I said, we, we was we was getting moody eye and we was getting all these bums in the beginning, and we graduated to Bullock and we graduated to Alfred. Now we graduated to Fournier and Kemba Walker. So hopefully next year we get Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Progression, right? You know what I'm saying? You, you got to believe, right? You, you, you believe so much in, in all these young guys and they're going to do so so well in the future. So you got to believe in the front office. You start little, you know, and then we just keep getting better and better and better every year. Yo, I swear to God, I think I think Nerlens is still in that hospital bed, bro. I, I, I think he has not left that hospital bed, bro. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll see soon, man. <laughs> yeah, he might be there. You're not at work today, so you can't identify the body. Oh man, now nah, it, it's it's a hypothetical though. Um, to talk about Donovan Mitchell, because shit, we could be sitting here talking about Zion Williamson all, all goddamn day. <laughs> but you know, we got who we got, and we just trying to get better, man. <laughs> all right, so is it time to annoy you yet? I'm already annoying you. I'm just, I'm just like, like picking on you. I'm trying, I'm trying to, trying to go crazy on you. Nah, you, you have not got under my skin yet. But all right, let's just go let's for it. it let's, let's, let's look at the, look at the high highlight there. Wow. And what look the at the picture. Fuck is that, bro? <laughs> Why that look like Gordon Hayward, man? What? Oh my god. Go it gets better. Oh, Here's better. I'll just scroll down. You don't got to read all that stuff. Just all you got to do is see is what was in the middle of the screen right there. Can you see it? It says Knicks received Gordon Hayward, pick number 13 and 15, and the Hornets received number 11, Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, and Kemba Walker. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. 
<laughs> it's actually not that bad, right? <laughs> shout out to heavy.com. This is an article from Whoa. heavy.com. Let me, see, let me shout out to the writer, too. That's what... This is um Jack Simone uh, from heavy, heavy.com. Damn, man. Why you got to put me in these situations, man? The fuck, man? Um... <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Flyboy. Flyboy is upset. Hey, that's what. If, if you're not watching watching the podcast and not getting not getting not crying and not laughing and not wanting to curse or kill the motherfucker, then you're not watching the right podcast. You know what I'm saying? You, you watch you watch me and state or watch me by myself. You're gonna hear me say a bunch of wild stuff. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna cry, and you're gonna want to kill a motherfucker. You so, know for me, at first glance. <laughs> I say yes in my head. At first glance, I say yes. The reason why I say yes is because it depends on how the draft shake out. So let's say if a guy falls that the Knicks like, um, they could get their guy at 13 and they could get another guy at 15 and then you reset two positions that you need to pay for another three seasons. And then you could save some cap space. So that's a move where you're re-signing. So in that move, you're re-signing RJ Barrett to a long-term deal. And I guess now you got Gordon Hayward, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett as you're starting for with Emmanuel quickly. Who's your starting center though? Mo Bamba. Okay, I just made a basketball team. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. It's not horrible either, man. I, I, I mean, he made a glass. Um, that's the one thing. The second thing is, he's like a he, he, he's like a weirdo. Not a leader. <laughs> um. I don't I don't I don't connect with Gordon Hayward. Um what does that mean? I didn't, I, I didn't see like so I look at other like Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Eminem people don't like Eminem because they can't connect with him no, killing his mother. It's not even that. I see I see I'm on Twitter, so I see like how fans on other teams react to vets on their teams and, and stuff like that. So the Hornets fans, when it came to Gordon Hayward specifically, they was like, yo, he don't like he too quiet. He don't never say nothing. He don't never like, you know, talk to the young boys. And then his young boys on his team, they be having women issues. <laughs> they all in the public, and it's bad stuff going on. So like, how much is a leader? Is he like? Does he can like? Does yeah, but, he connect out with guys? Like a like, basketball this, play, A basketball leader has to lead on the basketball court. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care if, if guys are sticking their, their fingers in their hole and their stuff in different holes they shouldn't be sticking in. It. <laughs> it's about it's about the basketball. So, I mean, you know? it, it, and, I mean he, he's cool, but you know, can he's cool? Who who now? Here's the kicker: Who we got at 13 and 15? We got Jalen Duran and Jaden Hardy. Well. No, but but why does it have to end there? Why does it have to start to end with those two guys? We we can take thirteen because we had eleven. 
right? We could take 13 and 15 and sweeten the um the pot to, to, to get a Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you know, or maybe it doesn't have to be Donovan Mitchell, it could be something else, it could be a different different trade. Because now you just you just added way more assets and stuff. Now, uh, Julius Randle, do you want Julius Randle as your power forward with Gordon Hayward there? Or are you going to do that small ball shit like everybody wants to do and, and, and make um, Gordon Hayward, um, like, you know, power forward or whatever the hell you want to say? You know? Now, I think, now, Obi would be a better fit for Gordon Hayward. Right. Obi would be a way better fit. Well, there you go. Yeah, Obi and Gordon Hayward would definitely be a, would be a nice little tandem together. I can see that. I can see the space. It's nice and spaced out now. But why would the so why don't the Hornets take Randall? They why could. Would, this this is just um somebody's opinion. Hmm. I know that. I know the reason why they put Mitchell Robinson in. Hornets need a big, like obviously. But why the hell the Knicks didn't fucking keep Mitchell Robinson? See that like that's the question. Like it's now the questions come with questions after the questions. Well, leave it like this though. Mitchell Robinson is is a free agent, so he can go where he wants yes. to go. He don't have to go to Charlotte. He you know what I'm saying? So, so, so take him out of there. You know, Kemba Walker, he's just a throw-in at this point. So Evan Fournier is there. You know, it might not be that. It may, maybe it could be Julius Randle. We've been talking about Julius Randle to Charlotte for the longest for Scary Terry and stuff, man. So Julius in this in this deal for for um for Gordon Hayward would work. Wait, you know, they on. they they do need a power forward. Hold on, you know? hold on. stop right there. You said you, you heard the name you just said? What's that? Scary Terry? Yeah. Why we can't get him? They got LaMelo. They got LaMelo. Yeah, they got LaMelo, but LaMelo's like six foot something, and, and um, Scary Terry is like six six foot, I think six foot one or something like that. So, I mean, they, they can um split defense. One guy can guard point guards. The other guy can guard shooting guards. You know, so it, work, it works for them over there. LaMelo is a point guard. <laughs> He yeah, but he, but he could play he, he could play point guard, but he don't have to guard the other point, team's point guard. True. Terry could do that, but he doesn't need Terry, and Terry don't need Lamelo. I'm just I'm just saying. Now one deal, one deal I think I would do. I don't know if Charlotte would do it. I, if I could get now, if I could get, if I could get Terry Rozier. I don't want Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier, but I take them both, and then in in the thirteenth pick, if they trying to swap, and I give them Randall, I give them Randall and Mitch, or you know something like that. It, it, it depends on what they're trying to do. We know they need a big though, so Mitchell Robinson is like he's number one on everybody's list, but the Knicks, I think. <laughs> it is crazy, like. If, but but both teams in the finals don't sport seven footers. Yeah, so right? I mean, I don't think anybody's looking for Mitchell Robinson to say the truth. I think teams are looking for him, but I think it's specific teams like the, uh, teams like the Hornets. Many too. They're not going to give him fifteen. Teams Ooh. are not saying, "Hey, let's give let's give Mitchell Robinson fifteen mil." I don't think people teams are doing that. I think he's worth that to the Hornets. That's a fact. They had one of the worst defenses in the league. They couldn't rebound. They couldn't get stops. You get him with Lamelo Ball. I think he's worth fifteen to them. That is a fact. Like it, it, as far as what they're missing, he's what they're missing. The Pistons, Mitch is what they're missing. They don't need a power forward. The Hornets, I think that is very true. I think Miles Bridges play power forward, but at the same time, did you really want him at power forward? 
kind of want him at small forward, try to tell him to slim his ass down, right? And, he, he's decent weight, though. You know, him, him um, at, at his weight now, you know, he, he plays he good. Is, he, he, needs to, he needs to slim up so he can move quicker, so he can play small forward. I don't think – I don't think you could play him at power forward long term. You do him a disservice like that. I would like for him to be on the perimeter more. Well, if you give it a Gordon Hayward, then you know you, you could slide him over there. I, I don't think it would be such like it would be so crazy to slide, um, you know, you know the the Michael Michael um, dude over there. I don't, I don't think it would be so crazy for him to do that. Slide over to the three. True. So so bricks so bricks. I'm glad you just jumped in. You know how you just jump in with no contacts, right? The Hornets need a center, brother. So obviously that's the reason why Mitchell Robinson is up there. Also, Kimball Walker used to play for the Hornets. And he could back up LaMelo Ball at point guard. So that's the reason why Kemba Walker's there. Evan Fournier is there because obviously they're going to need a shooter. And they need to fill salary. So that's the reason why Evan Fournier is there. The 11th pick is there because, you know, we're getting the 13th pick and the 15th pick. So that's the reason why. Mitch is an unrestricted free agent, but the Knicks could pay him the most money and we can sign and trade Mitch. So... We can dic- um Mitch can dictate where he wants to go, and the Knicks can oblige by doing a sign of trade. And I think that's what the Knicks would do if he decides to walk. But I'm under the premise that we will be keeping Mitch. So um it's a wait and see. When it comes to reduce Well, I mean, a team like like Charlotte, right? Like um Miles Bridges, he could play power forward. Then you got um what's his name? Uh they, they still got Kelly Oubre there. So I mean they could upgrade Kelly Oubre to the starting three. It's not that necessarily the best thing there. Um, they do have Montreal's Harrell there. They have um, Mason Plumlee. That's a good tandem at center. You know, they can get away with that. You know, and mm-hmm. then they got two good guards, LaMelo Ball and Rosier. You know, so, I mean, you know, they're a good team already. You know, so what what's what benefits them for, for making a trade like that to, for for Gordon? They really just need to get rid of Gordon's contract, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it's, it's basically getting rid of Gordon's contract. You're trying to pay Miles Bridges. Um... Also, you're trying to get a starting center. Actually, that's the real reason why. I'm saying Miles Plumley starting with um, Montrose Harrell coming off the bench. That's not bad. Horrible. They got destroyed on defense, and it was one of the worst defenses in the league. And Montrose was unplayable at times. Word. Yeah, I get it, but I mean, he, he doesn't make much. He's a he's a makes he scores 11 on points a game. Well, actually, you know, you're right. In the in the playoffs, they didn't even play him. He was benched in the playoffs. You know, so you're right about that. They do need a center. They do need a center. I can't say nothing about that. So, <laughs> but you know, I thought. I was, so, Terry Rozier, Trez. I gotta see the contracts on the on the Hornets, and then I can have a better. Um, understanding of trades or its roster because if you could get any combination because Trez Trez is a goon Trez gonna foul people hard he gonna play hard the only problem is Trez don't he cannot I, I don't think he could defend in space I think that's why teams always attack him on on the offensive side of the ball in the playoffs and also he He's not really a floor spacer like that. So it's kind of tough 
Well, Gordon yeah. Hayward makes thirty million dollars, man. That shit is crazy. Oh, man, breaking his ankle, man. That was that was horrific. Man. Breaking my balls, thirty. But you see when that year ends, right? Yeah, it, that's, a, that's a good year. That's a good year. A good year to have at least forty million in cash space. That is a great year. Um, but you also <laughs> see, see now the Terry Rozier. Now, if you get a guy like Terry Rose here, you're committing to him <laughs> long term. That's that's done deal because his contract Holy doesn't. Holy cow! Would they sign him to a seven year contract? I don't even know, but <laughs> Jesus Christ! So um, one, two, three. Four. He still got four more years on that on that thing. Mm-hmm. So you see how Miles Bridges' contract has ended. You know he's going to get paid. So you know they're going to want to move. Um, Gordon Hayward, in order to, you know, give him yeah. that bread. So, wow, man. Um, so I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think I want Gordon Hayward and Terry Rose in. Matter of fact, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good too. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take Kelly Oubre though. <laughs> oh snap! The, the, those are some disgusting contracts. Yo, you know, not for nothing. The, the Knicks are who they are, but we don't have this. We don't have um, yeah, you know yeah. thirty million dollars just going to nowhere, and we don't have Terry Rozier signed for twenty seven years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, and that's the that's the crazy thing. We all know Tibbs loves Gordon Hayward. <laughs> uh, it's well reported. Knicks almost got him, right? When yes. weren't we trying to get him? Yes. And Bricks Nation, um, remember when Leon Rose offered Gordon Hayward 78 million for three years? He was close to signing, but MJ saved us. MJ did save us, but he didn't save us. The motherfuckers went and turned around and let Alec Burks and Evan Fournier start for a season. I almost lost my mind. I was losing my hairline. So he saved us, but he didn't save us. So right. So I'd rather, well, shit, I would have preferred to have Gordon Hayward or R.J. Barrett. If, Yo, Gordon Hayward was 32. Whoa. Whoa. He old. Damn, I'm getting old. I'll be forgetting, Thomas. God damn. He washed up, man. If he was on the Knicks, I would trade you for two second-round draft picks. <laughs> God damn. Get out of here, man. Play oh. the kids. <laughs> oh, man. But that's talent acquisition mode. That's the... Now that's some that's the 2010 Nick logic. But in this case, for this roster, I would accept Gordon Hayward. Because when he plays, you know what you're gonna get. And at the same time, you get a guy like Gordon Hayward. Uh another Tibbs guy is Montrez Harold, but I know he doesn't, he cannot defend in space, bruh. That's the only thing. So if he come here, he's gonna have to really defend. But I know Montrez Harold is a goon. And that's my thing. I want some goons in here. I want some guys who foul hard, push people around. Um, a guy who's gonna push Mitch around in practice, and curse him out, call call him the little homie. Well, I want to say a whole bunch of other things, but we're doing a live stream right now. But but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, um go to Hayward with 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 Trez. For a season, I take that. No, I'm going to Hayward contract in 2024. But see, if I'm taking that deal, listen, listen, I love the Hornets, man, but I don't know if I'm giving up the 11th pick, man. Y'all might have to be giving me the 13th pick 
Y'all can keep y'all 15 pick and y'all can have a nice fucking day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean that 30 million dollars that, that changes the whole conversation right there. Yes. <laughs> on paper, on paper, it all if the contracts weren't something to consider, then that mm-hmm. wouldn't be such, such a big deal. You know, but um, well, I mean it was Fournier. We were talking about Fournier and Kemba. You know, that's 19, well, that's like 30, that's basically 30 million right there. You know, yeah, I don't know, man. That's crazy. I, I don't know. It, it, you know, one, one thing the Knicks need to do, we need to consolidate on the roster. You know, That's so if, if you can figure out a player that, that we can get just to just to you know um you know put two players together, like like um uh turning for uh turning Fournier and Walker into Gordon Haywood, eh, yeah. Yeah. you know <laughs> you got better. <laughs> we, got a, we got a small forward over here, you know, we topping at the power forward, you know what I'm saying? RJ at the two. Eh. I'm starting RJ Cam and Gordon Hayward. <laughs> RJ Cam and Gordon Hayward? Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's that's my start. That I don't I don't Weird. care about point guard right now. Oh, you just no point no point guard. The hell with the point guard. Because Gordon Hayward is a vet who can play on or off ball. RJ Barrett can play on or off ball. Reddish so Tibbs is your ball. favorite point guard. Is we, uh, Tibbs is your favorite coach that I'm talking about. Who Tibbs? Yeah, because you don't care about the point guard, you're gonna have Gordon Haywood run the point. Because Gordon yeah. Haywood, you know, in his, in his prime, you know, my man was was averaging what uh, five assists per game, four. He could run the point easy, no problem. In, in, in today's NBA, they don't necessarily run a oh, point guard. Point guard is not a traditional position. That's what the coach said, right? All right, motherfucker, show me next season. He did say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> give me Tim's, man. But um, but what the reason why you play a lineup like that? Let's say if you go against the Boston Celtics, now Marcus Smart got a pick. But here's the X factor: Cam Reddish. Is you in the gym? Is you working on your game? Are you bringing Tibbs his coffee in the morning? Is you rubbing Tibbs' feet? Are you making sure Tibbs see you in the gym? Shooting in front of his his office is he seeing you do these things? Listen, listen, state. When you go to work, right? Yeah. Right. Do you do that stuff for for in your in your scenario? Do you do you do you do that stuff when you get to work? Fuck them! I put in my pain already. I'm a vet now. I'm like Taj Gibson. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And my current my current job, man. I put in uh, four times as much time as you did, man. You know what so I'm saying? You go. <laughs> You know, you know what that gets me? Nothing. It doesn't give me nothing. Okay, it gives me nothing either. Listen, I, I don't ask kids at work at all, so I just well, tell the, the jobs that we have. They and there's no use. There's no use ass kissing. It's like fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the union. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the union. Suck my dick. Have a good day. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk to my union delegate, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But the the NBA is kind of the same thing too, because they got the players' association and all that too. So you know, Cam Reddish, you know, he could just get his get his money. He, yeah. You know, contract years. That's a big thing too. Contract years. Cam is in his contract year, so this you know the chances that these guys really playing well, you know, going into their contract year is very high. You know, so you know, we'll see. Yo, man, that man, and and then you could get. Extra freaky with it if you trade with the Hornets because now 
let's say if I keep now, let's say if I'm in my dream scenario, let's say we do that trade, right? The Gordon Hayward trade, right? I'm calling Orlando. I'm like, yo, what you want for Cole Anthony? (laughs) After we get that second pick, we give the 15th pick away for um, Cole Anthony. I give him a I give him a first rounder for Cole because they got subs. We're gonna play two small guards in the backcourt. What are these teams doing? What are you doing picking two straight guards back to back in the lottery? Two small guards at that. So I would try to call them and, and see what's up. But I like this trade. I mean, you got more. I thought you you thought I was gonna say no to this. I thought yeah, I thought me and you was gonna have to go meet meet up somewhere and 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 go to this this air it out with each other. Hell no, nah. that's what I thought was gonna happen. Hell no, nah. that's a that's low key an upgrade. I mean, I just don't like that eleven pick right there. That's a I, if we could get that thirteenth and fifteenth and had an eleven pick, then then now we 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 talking sexy now. Now that 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 shit I want to hear because now now you could now you could get into some conversations, right? Because I could offer the eleventh pick, the thirteenth pick. In the 15th pick. Nice. How high can I get? <laughs> can I get the seven? Can I get the six? <laughs> yeah, but aside from that, like we have a lot of vets and you know the Sesame Street word of the day. That's actually the um PB Herman word of the day. PB Herman word of the day. If, if for those that are old enough to remember PB Herman, we said the word of the day. He said today secret word consolidation. <laughs> I think we're gonna make that part of the show now, man. Secret word of the day: consolidation. Oh man, gotta consolidate. So that's a trade where you consolidate. You basically open up minutes for Reddish and Quinn Grimes. So there's no excuses for those two motherfuckers. <laughs> Anymore. No, it's on Tibbs now. You love Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, one of your guys, right? Tibbs. You love him, right? So you love Queen Grimes? Do you love Reddish now? That's my thing. Do he love Reddish? I, I need Mark Berman to give me some scoop on that, man. Because I, I ain't like that shit. I, I'm just gonna talk about something else now. You're younger right. than me, right? So, so, and just in conversation from guys at work and, you know, hanging out and stuff and TV and stuff like that, mm-hmm. when did it become socially acceptable for everyone to be like, I love you, bro. I love you. Yo, I love you, man. I love you. What the fuck is that? When the hell did that happen? The, the dudes are just like, yo, I love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? When did okay. that, when does that, that become socially acceptable? Because whenever somebody says that to me, I'll be like, well, I don't love you. <laughs> I just, I don't love you. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you know. I don't know. That's from. I guess that's from where you're from, man. When somebody do a great favor for you, or you on your last, you on your last leg. <laughs> you know, people are just saying that, like, just in conversation. Like, hey, man, nice meeting you, man. I love you, bro. Like, what? Oh, like, nah. yo, you just met me tonight at the bar. You told me, yo, I love you, bro. I'm like, get the fuck up out of here, man. I don't love no no man. No, no man. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I love my, I love my dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, nah, I don't know, man. I don't know about that random I love you, bro stuff. Yeah, but well, I said I said I love you to my dad, you know, if I haven't seen him in a while, you know. If, <laughs> but if I talk to him like three days in a row, I ain't gonna say I love you each time. You know, yeah. I might say like, you know, the first time I haven't spoken first to him in a while. Time. That's yeah, awkward. Be like, all right, yo, peace. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to tell him my pops. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, see you later. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs> you later, motherfucker. My mom's is different, but my, my pops not me. You got testosterone. <laughs> I'm just I'm just joking, man. But I mean that is a thing though. I mean, like even even like the rappers and stuff, like you do the research and stuff, like say like a guy like Drake, just for instance, right? Uh say like Drake and whoever else is the hottest person now. Like the, I mean, the dude just came out a year ago, and I was like, oh, "I love you, bro." Like, "Oh, that's my bro. I love him." Like, how? How? Oh, man. You know what? It, what it has to take for me to say I love you to another female, but the, but dudes that say I love you just because they made a hot track for them, what the hell? Yo, you see what you just started, hero? <laughs> now you got the OGs. Yo. Now you got the OGs riled up. <laughs> But made made a fourth, yo. Keep keep it a buck though. Uh, you know, there's there's been plenty of dudes throughout the history that have been wearing um, you know, purses and stuff like that. Check out, yo, yo. I'm I'm gonna just say a couple names. Prince, like, Prince, Prince, Prince had grown women crying. <laughs> he had grown men crying. The fucking <laughs> ass cheeks hanging out the thing. They're talking about, whoa, Prince is my favorite artist. Yeah. Shout out to I am Jarrell if he's still watching. Jackson had grown men crying. You watch that documentary? Yeah, yeah. Men, men were going, oh, oh. 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 So imagine what women do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, hey, um, the the what do you, the Furious Five, what do you Melly Mel? You ever seen them guys? Those guys were, were making hit oh, records back man. in the days and they were wearing all kind of wild shit. <laughs> you know? MC Hammer. <laughs> Hammer pants with his freaking sausages swinging around in that damn thing. What the hell? Yeah, he'll, he'll pull a gun out on you, too. <laughs> he had a whole block out. Oh, man. No. <laughs> nah, no Prince Slander. No Prince Slander here. Uh, R.P. Prince, man. Yeah, um, Prince, Prince is a ball player, too, man. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> the Chappelle show. You know, I still remember that episode. <laughs> He's like pancakes. I had to look it up to see if it was real. <laughs> mad people, mad people already had done done um said that, that it was true. The people that were actually in the game, they all said, "Yo, that shit happened." That like literally really happened. But he was I, nice though. They say he was mad nice, but he just liked to he liked to um his guitar more than the basketball. Yeah, I bust your ass and they say, "Yo, bro, you want pancakes, bro? <laughs> you want pancakes?" <laughs> Oh man, Dyson Dames. I don't think we're gonna get Dyson Dames. I think Dyson Dames is gonna be this year's Patrick Williams. I think he's gonna go top seven. But it's another trade that I seen. Um, you have more trades because I seen a trade that I seen, and it was with the Sacramento Kings, and it was actually with Harrison Barnes in the fourth pick. I saw that one. Yeah. What? what? What was um? Where were we? What were we giving up for that? Um, the state trade. <laughs> <laughs> we just yeah, gonna label it the state trade. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Barnes is always linked to us, but Harrison Barnes is like in the same boat as as um as Gordon Hayward too, man. Right? I disagree with that. Well, I mean, I'm talking about they're the same age and they get like basically kind of similar stats. Um. So. For me, with, with Harrison Barnes, um, one, he's an NBA champion. Um, so you could never – you get, look, he laughed. <laughs> he's an NBA champion. He was a rookie, I think, right? A rookie or a second-year player? Still an NBA champion. <laughs> Yo, Greg – do you know who Greg Kite is? 
No. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a ride. <laughs> okay. Do the NBA, uh, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know. He goes Harrison Barnes stats here, man. Okay. Nine, nine, 10. Uh, 11. I think I think I think he scored 11 and they, they won the championship then and then they got rid of him. All right, 19, mm-hmm. Dallas, 18, Dallas, 16, 17, 14, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's RJ Barrett numbers. Yeah, 39% from three though. <laughs> that that three-point percentage though. You see that that three-point percentage is lethal. He's not 6'10. They got they got him listed at 6'8. Shout out to who said that? Shout out to May the fourth. Greg Kite. <laughs> you want to talk about NBA champion? Greg Kite is an NBA champion, okay? He's played with Shaq. He's played with Larry Bird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're giving me Lou Almondson vibes. <laughs> All right. Lou Almondson will bust Greg Kite's ass, okay? How about that? <laughs> you know, he, he's a two-time NBA champ. You know, look, look at this guy's stats. Put up a, like, look how many years he played in the NBA, number one. He played till he was 33. He played for damn near every NBA team. He even played for the Knicks. He played for the Knicks in 94, 95. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He never, he averaged, I think he averaged um five points once. Oh, Frank stats. Yeah, basically the tall-ass Frank. Pause. <laughs> he was seven feet tall. He, I think he might have averaged, um, well, he averaged six rebounds once. You know, played 19 games. Barnes is mid, but the pick is not mid. So if you get in the full pick with Harrison Barnes, how can you say no? I, I mean, that's just me. I, I'm not saying no to an NBA champion. That's a, that's just me. Um, Harrison Barnes can defend multiple positions. He shoots damn near 40% from three, so we ain't got to worry about shooting from him. And yeah, but an NBA champion that averaged like 9, 11 points. He still got the experience though on a winning team, so maybe but he hasn't done. He hasn't been close to that since. The man has been in Sacramento, brother. <laughs> Sacramento, Sac- if there's one team that's been worse than the Knicks the past twenty years, it's Sacramento. And yeah. what's sad, Sacramento had one of my favorite basketball teams of all time, the two thousand two Kings. I love that team, bro. Yeah. Webb, Bobby Jackson, Baby, Pager, yo, Vladdy Divac, you know, Vladdy. Oh my God, man. Um, Brad Miller. They had a bunch of guys on yo, the team. They had a yeah. bunch of guys, and they got cheated basically by the Lakers in the fourth quarter with twenty-seven free throws. But that's neither here or there. That was a great Sacramento Kings team. And what have they done since then? If people want to talk about the Nick fuck-ups past 20 years, the Kings literally have had all of their first-round picks between 2000 and 2010. They yeah. passed up on Damian Lillard in that draft. I believe they drafted Tyrus Thomas. They passed up on Booker. They passed up on Giannis. They passed up on a lot of guys, too. Yeah, Bradley, Luka. But, I mean, they, they went and got Sabonis, and they got Fox over there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, maybe they're onto something. Now, they're at the point where now they're like 
They, oh, had, yeah. they, they, they have Hado Turkula too. Yo, they had a stacked squad. Hado yes. Turkula went on to go to the finals with Dwight Howard in them cats. So they had a they had a stacked squad over there. And I think they had Gerald a young Wallace. Gerald Wallace. Yep, Gerald Wallace. I think they had a young yep. You just mentioned it too. I think they had a young Gerald Wallace. They had a stacked team. Yeah. One of my favorite teams of all time, man. And that team was nice and live 2002. One of my favorite <laughs> teams. <laughs> NBA Live, shout out to rest in peace to NBA Live. Yeah, rest, yeah. So the Kings has been terrible. So if I'm the king, the Kings is like a year ahead in their rebuild, even though they lost a lot of games last season, than the Knicks because they got Sabonis, a guy who's 20 and 10, right? And they got a guy in Fox who's already shown in this league he could be a starting point guard. Now, with that fourth pick, I don't think you will want to wait for another guy to kind of develop with Sabonis and Fox. But that fourth pick could could be like a really big-time player, though. It could. It could, but when you haven't made the playoffs in 17 years, brother, you start the – you know that itch, man. <laughs> so I think I think they would trade back, and and that would be how ironic would it be if Sabonis and Randall share the front court together? <laughs> oh man, no, it would be interesting, man. But I mean, let, let's let's say if like you know we were talking about Sacramento now. Let's say if they keep Harrison Barnes, they got Darren Fox, they traded Buddy Hill, you know, they traded Halliburton. Mm-hmm. You can't really look at this because half of these guys were traded. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they got Sabonis and this that, and the other. So, you know, add, let, let's say let's say if they was to add uh, Panchero, you know what I'm saying, or if they, if they was to add a Jaden Ivy to to that squad. So Jaden mm-hmm. Ivy and Fox together with um with um Harrison Barnes and Sabonis. That don't sound good. That don't sound good to you. Mm-mm. They don't Fox, need they don't need yeah, Ivy. Fox and Jay, but but they could draft them. They don't need them, but they could draft them though. That Sacramento King shit. They don't need. That's stupid. That's very stupid. But, but check out check out what I said though. Fox is the point guard. Uh, Jaden Ivey coming into the league, and you got Sabonis and Harrison Barnes right there. That, that's the decent um top four right there. I don't like it. I don't like the fit. I don't like the fit either. I don't like the fit with Ivy and Fox. I don't like that fit. I don't like the fit with Harrison and, and Sabonis. That's not really a, a good um good mix at in the front court either. Yeah. I think they like Sabonis at center. I think they do too. I'm not, I like Sabonis at center as well. So now they got to see who's the starting four. And no, Randall is just like Chris Webber. You know, Sacramento, you know, listening and watching. He's just like Chris Webber. I swear to God, he is. You know, <laughs> I swear he is. <laughs> they, they got rid of their um their Jason Kidd or, or their Mike Bibby. They traded Halliburton. So stupid trade. Yeah, stupid trade. You don't trade Halliburton. You don't. You, you, Mm-mm. But yo, Obi, when we go back to that draft, that draft that Obi was in, he should have went top four. But we're gonna talk soon next year. Next yeah. year, he he should have been drafted in the second round his first year. In the second year, now he's top four. You get the <laughs> what I've seen towards the end of the season, this past season, right. and games that he started this season. He should have been the fourth pick in his draft, respectfully. You yeah. picked him over Patrick Williams, respectfully. Yeah, Denny, sure. trash. Who is picked? Killian Hayes, trash. Who, 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 Okoro, trash. <laughs> You're picking Obi fourth in that draft. Hey, he starts, 
I can't argue with that. He start. I'm telling you, if he starts next season, he he gonna do some things, man. He gonna do some things, man. What draft was he in? That that was the 2020 draft. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You ain't lying. I can't. I can't argue with you. At least yeah. not yet. I think I'm done arguing with you. I, I was mad trying to snap on you earlier. Uh no. Nah, I Use think that Gordon Hayward trade got you defeated. <laughs> <laughs> also being being wrong about the freaking um contract too. That that should like calm me down a little bit. Yeah, it's all right, man. All right, so th- this is the actual draft here. So I mean, you see, Obi was drafted fifth. Obi, I mean, is that right? No, I mean, no, that's it, not right. This like a mod draft, but look, like, yeah. look at this draft. So Edwards went one, right? Wiseman went two. Lamelo Ball went three. Are you picking Wiseman over Obi Toppin after what you seen Wiseman first two years and you barely seen him play? Questionable. I'm picking Obi. Patrick Williams. I'm picking Obi. Isaac Obi. Oh, Neko Kamu, he trashed. Throw him in the garbage. I'm picking Obi. Killing hate. Killing Hayes is doodle sauce. I'm picking Obi. What is that? Denny, he hot doodle. Jaden Smith, he doodle. Um, Devin Vassell, okay, you can make that argument. He averaged 12 points last season, I think four rebounds, uh, uh, whatever. It, I might pick Obi over him too. Now, Halliburton, you got to argue it. Now, that's the guy who should have went top three. If, if I'm looking at it correctly, he should have went third. Lamelo should have went second. Obi should have went fourth. So mm-hmm. – it, it, it depends, and then you got Cole Anthony. I forgot about Cole Anthony. Yeah, Cole Anthony no. could go higher too. It, Probably fifth though. You, you, would, would you draft him over over Obi still? Who? Cole? Yeah. Ooh. Oh shit, Maxi too. You forgot about Maxi. Oh Maxi. Oh man. So I mean, Obi probably still get drafted in the same spot. <laughs> it, it depends. It depends on. It depends on what my team needs. Do I need a starting point guard right now, or do I need a starting four? Oh, there's another guy too. Um, was he in that in this draft? Sadiq Bay too. You got to give him respect Ooh, to. Him. Yeah, he's tough. I'm drafting Sadiq over Obi. He's tough. So I mean, Obi probably still be number seven. He'll probably be seven. Yeah, in a redraft, six, seven around that spot. It depends. But I know before eight though. That's a fact. So. Jordan Norwell. There's a couple. There was a couple of sleeper guys in the, in this yeah. draft. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, there's a couple of sleeper guys. Knicks got a Knicks got one too. You know we got one too. Man, you fucking quickly, baby. <laughs> as long as he stopped playing like a goddamn idiot, that ball hogging BS he was doing last season. Yeah, quite a few guys. Theo Malden. You know, there's a couple of really good guys that, that were drafted. That you know, every year, you know, nobody's really excited about it. Oh, it's only a top heavy drive. You know, this and the other. But then once the years play out, then you really start to see. Yeah, in as time goes on. Yeah, that's why I'm banking on the kids from some, some like you just said, got to bank on the kids, man. Them getting better, and um, we got a chance to also like build like a small market. Like I, I really like that Gordon Hayward trade, man. That's it's such a good trade. Um, I know I can't keep every kid in town, so you know it's tough losing Mitch. But if you could just keep the 11th, have the 13th and the 15th. And then you open up, you open up rotational spots for your young guys because you know who Hayward is not going to play eighty-two games, and you're basically that's a type of trade 
you're basically saying to Emmanuel quickly, the job is yours. <laughs> that, that, that's what you basically say. It's going to be interesting, man. I mean, because, you know, up until this point, the Knicks have not made a blockbuster trade yet like, you know, under this under this management. You know, so to ask them to make all these elaborate trades that we come up with, they have yet to do it. You know, so we're kind of asking a lot from from this um from this franchise. Not really. Um, it depends. We asking a lot from them when it comes to getting us a fucking ro functional rotation on the court. I think we're asking just. I think we're asking Tibbs a lot from him, and yeah. we're asking. Well, not, not for nothing. You know, the, Tom Thibodeau. We we just asking him to base just basically do your job. You know, Mitchell Robinson too. I, you know, we snap. I snap on you about Mitchell Robinson a lot, but I just basically when it comes down to, we both just want them to do is do their job. You know, mm -hmm. the the money is what's where the argument comes from. But if if you if you give Mitch Robinson decent money. You know, you know what he's worth. You know, not not more than what he's worth. Not don't don't pay him on potential. Pay him what he's worth. Then he then you know he's worth keeping around. He's still a good basketball player. The guys just got to do their job. But you know. But but here's the thing. Do guys in the locker room respect him? Because once he gets paid, I want him to be a leader. Like all that clownery BS that he was doing. I like when Mitch is angry. Games where he's angry, he's. He looks pissed off visibly. He plays harder. I want that type of Mitch every game. Can he Bro, give me that? Have Have you know anybody to get money and start playing harder? Yo, like a lot of these life, you know, regular a lot of, bro. Not every NBA player is like Hassan Whiteside, bro. It, it 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 just does not work like that. Yeah, but not every every NBA basketball player you know ascends into greatness just because they got money. You know, no, that's true. But with with with. More money comes more problems, comes more expectations, comes more pressure. You got to become great. If we going to pay him that type of money, I'm expecting. So we pay Mitch. I'm expecting a top five defense next season. Um, Is that going to be on the coach or is that going to be on Mitch? It depends well, on what my eyes see. Outside of coaching each individual player, they have a job to do to you know to do they have a job to do you know mm -hmm. you have to play your game like either either you're nice or you're not you like you can't just play okay under this coach you know i did this but under this coach i did that you know like if you're nice if you're nice it then then um that speaks for itself you know if, if the coach make make you do something else you're still nice you know a, a coach a, a coach could make you not nice but but we're talking about like like lower level like high school and that type of thing but if, if you if you got the skills at the pro level and you and you were given you've been doing it, you know, all this time. You know what? what you know a coach is not really going to make too much of a, of a difference, really. You know, a, a coach could could um could either yeah that, that that's wrong too. A coach could either make you or break you too. They can add to it. Like look at Doc Rivers for for instance. Yeah, it, you know, it depends. It depends. It depends on what type of narrative you're trying to spin at the moment. Like I like I could say. Like somebody, if they try and be an a hole real quick, they could say, "Well, did Doug Collins uh, 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 develop Michael Jordan?" Like, <laughs> like they can say some dumb nonsense like that. <laughs> but it's not too dumb because uh, who was the coach that that um, Jordan called for when when um, he started the Wizards? He called when he was on, on the part owner of the Wizards at that time. He, he went and called Doug, Doug, Doug Collins. He went and called him. So it, you know it. It depends, yo. It, it, it depends, man. Is, is, is Tom Thibodeau 
Is he developing RJ? Is, is he developing Mitch quickly? Obi? He, he's gonna well one thing about Tom Thibodeau, who who said that? Um uh what's the name? Adrian Griffin. They, they were they were doing the draft interview with um AJ Griffin and stuff like that. He said the one thing Tom Thibodeau is gonna do is teach you how to be a pro. They, if Tom, if you're being coached by Tom Thibodeau, you're gonna find out what being a pro is all about. You know, you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that Tom Thibodeau is gonna do. But um, you know, outside of that, you know, once you get your pros, it's X's and O's, man. You know, he's the head coach now, he's not the assistant coach. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that, that's the problem with Tom Thibodeau. He's, you really got to – that's the main thing with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all, all this shit is fun. Yeah, I, I, I just got to say because a lot of people still like – like I see it on Twitter all the time that people say, oh, man, stop talking about these these things. Just let it happen. This, that, and the other. You know, it, it's, it's fun to talk about it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Get your fucking misery out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- this is our team. You know, it, it's fun to talk, to have discussions about – what what could happen? What what did happen? And this and the other, you know, you know, learning our history, fact checking, and all this other shit, arguing with each other about stuff. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. You know, so like if you're just sitting there waiting for the team to bring you something, and then oh, let me know when this happens, then you're not having fun. That's not you know, that's not it. You're not really a fan of the team. You're just like, okay, let me know when when they start doing good, and then I'll come back. Like no, it's just not, you know, you're not down with this. Nah, man. It's like somebody who's a Miami Heat fan and a Knicks fan. <laughs> or oh, a Miami Heat fan one year. Now they're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Now they're a Lakers fan. You know what I'm saying? I wonder why. Hmm. <laughs> you know, LeBron James fan. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Just say, yo, I'm a fan of a player. I'm not a fan of a team. That's cool. But don't say, yeah, I'm a Miami for diehard Miami feet. You know, but then once your favorite player leaves, then you're not a fan of the team anymore. Come on, man. This is this is a whole different animal that we're that we're we're a part of right now. I'm used to I'm used to greatness. So when people crap on RJ Barrett, like Nick fans, certain Nick fans, it depends on what type of crap are you talking. Because when you when you are drafted third, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be a superstar Hall of Famer, right? And if you watched basketball between 2000 and 2010, you're basically you were spoiled. Because today's superstars ain't like those guys. Like, ain't no Paul Pierce running around. Ain't no Ray Allen. You know, ain't no Brandon Roy. Ain't no Allen Iverson. Ain't Chase no Brady and all those guys. Kevin Garnett. You know, Dirk <laughs> Nowinski. You know, we, we was very, you know, Tim Duncan. We was lucky to have a lot of those guys. Man. There's a lot of big-time stars during our era. Because, you know, between, between that era you know, it was like a little low because, you know, like, right, you know, during, you know, during Jordan's era, he did have his peoples too. Yeah, you know, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, and all those guys, you know, Shaq, you know, Ewing, and go down the line. It was a different era. They had a lot of stars too, but there was a little transition where, you know, where it wasn't as many. We were getting Anthony Mason in the in the All-Star game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Shit like yeah. that. Charles Oakley was in the All-Star game. You know, that type of thing. John Starks, you know, the bunch, bunch of guys that, that wouldn't normally make an All-Star team was making an All-Star team. For like a little little piece of time. So so when people say so when people you know crap on RJ Barry, like I can respect it. But my problem with that is can we build a team? So now you know we spoke about Jalen Brunson. Five year 125 million dollars. Um at the beginning of this conversation, I think I said no. Now I'm um, in the middle. 
I'm kind of leaning towards it. I'm trying to win something here. With Jalen <laughs> Brunson? Uh, yeah, but it's like, what else do you got to lose? Are you doing a sign and trade with, with 30 for Brunson? Well, Dallas, Dallas is not doing it, though. With Dallas the- already said that they're not going to do a sign and trade for Jalen Brunson. So then you have to elite. Oh, Knicks don't have no cap space. And this is only on Rose. So now, damn, you got to go to the next option. Emmanuel quickly. <laughs> that's the only which, guy that's which isn't so bad it's not because you're talking about building through the kids so if quickly end up being a starting point guard that's not i mean isn't that what we want yeah. like every, every, everybody can't be chris paul they can't say oh we got a draft pick chris paul you know it, it can't just be like you know oh we just got another uh, shooting guard michael jordan you know or clay thompson you know, like Clinton, Clinton Grimes, it's Clay Thompson. You know, like we, we can't, we, we we shouldn't put the bar so high. It's okay for him, for them to be like a little less of a, of a player. Everybody can't be that guy, you know, be that that dude. Yeah. You know, they can eventually grow to, to that. Or like, say like like a player like Andre Miller. Yeah, yeah, or like or like um Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell, he's been in the playoffs almost every single team that he's been on. Yeah, but Sam Cassell, when when you think of great point guards, people don't never usually mention Sam Cassell. I don't think Sam Cassell ever lost. I think he won every single year. He was great to me. The Nets. He was great to me. Andre Miller was good too. Yeah, but but do do those do those guys come off your come out your mouth frequently? No, no. Only only real basketball purists uh, know those names. (laughs) People like really watch basketball. Even back in the day, say say like a dude, I'm gonna throw a name out, Dennis Johnson. Dennis Johnson won with the with the Supersonics. He was a leader in, in the Supersonics in 1979, and then he went to the Boston Celtics and won a couple chips with them. You know, what I'm saying like he's one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. Nobody ever talks about him. He's a forgotten player. Yeah. Any coach in the NBA. Yeah. So, you know, not everybody has to be great. But you do need some great players, but you do you you do need great other players in order to win a chip. And like for example, going back to that era, Dirk Nowitzki, one of the greatest championship runs I've ever seen. And I watched every single playoff game that year personally in 2011. The way that man took out the Lakers and took out OKC, you knew for sure. Is somebody in the finals was losing, and his others played so well that it was just no way he was unstoppable. Tyson Chandler was playing too well. Deshaun Stevenson was too much of a goon. Um, they locked in so hard that they locked in. Sean Marion, bro. Yeah, what? <laughs> that was just four names, bro. Jason Terry, J Kid. <laughs> But that's so important too. Just the, all those names that you mentioned, like JK was like, well, JK was still giving the, giving you those assists, but JK was like 37, fam. <laughs> he was like 37 years old. Karan Butler was on the team. He was 30. Sean Marion was 32. Um, you know, they had Pages Stoyakovich on that team that, that won the championship. You know, Brendan Haywood. So I'm, I'm just throwing out these names because these are these are names that used to be scorers on other teams, but but once it gets down towards the end of their career. Now they kind of become like mediocre because they just got older, you know. Yeah. So we, we need that mix too. We uh, you know guys like Jason Terry. Jason Terry was young, but I, like I'm saying, Karan Butler was 30. He averaged 15. Sean Murray averaged 12. You know, um, Stoyakovich. You know, for all the 20 point game scorings that he did in his career, he averaged eight that year. You know that type of stuff. So I mean, you know, it's gonna take a lot. 
you know, so I, I mean, you know, I, I think the Knicks are on their way, man. So I mean, it's a, it's a huge difference from having. All right, so I'm gonna give you three names, and I'm gonna give you three other names. It's a huge difference from having Evan Fournier, Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and then you have just three random names, three former All Stars: Gordon Hayward, Demarcus Cousins, John Wall. Like, like you, you, you hear the names, and you're like, I. Right, that's collective talent right there. Like you, you know, it's funny. We, we can get all three of those guys. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> this offseason, <laughs> <laughs> we, we just in that trade that I posted earlier. You know, we got Gordon Haywood in that trade. We we could just sign Cousins because he doesn't sign with every other team in the NBA, but the Knicks. You know, so we can get him. And it was the other one, John Wall. You know, we, we can we can um you know uh, consolidate right. We can consolidate and get go to you know John Wall. That could happen. Oh God, bro. <laughs> I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good, bro. But you do need vets though. And if if the Knicks had vets, I would like some former all-star vets. Like actual players, like dudes who played before, like dudes who's been nice before. Like that sounds like a good nucleus to me. Every team that usually wins championships. They usually have like a good nucleus of players and a couple of all-stars on their team and players who got accolades on their teams um, in the finals. Like the two teams in the finals right now, Celtics and the Warriors, both teams got a defensive player of the year on their team. It's just the little stuff, like little little stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Former all-stars. You got an MVP on one side. <laughs> no, all defensive team. Ain't no motherfucking way. Russell. My bad. You heard that? Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Because my bad. I, I was trying to find that dude that, that was like mad talking about Reggie Bullock. That shit had me crying <laughs> when he was talking about that he was trash and all that. Uh, I, I got his page here, but I, I just can't find the exact video where he was like going hard on on, um, on Dallas. It's, you know, it's, I, I feel him, man. You know? Look, Reggie Bullock or Gordon Hayward. Alec Burks to Gordon Hayward. Yeah, Evan Fournier to Gordon Hayward. Like, it, it, like little stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, we're close, man. Look, look at um, the Celtics. They got Al Horford. You know what I'm saying? They got, you know, a, a guy from, from the Celtics past, you know, um, Marcus Smart. You know, he he already won, won the chip with them early on in their career. Did he, did he win the chip with them, Um, Marcus Smart? Nah, nah. They, were, they almost got to the finals, but LeBron was just too much LeBron. Right. Yeah, but you know, he's one of those guys from from old regime. You know, what I'm saying people know him and stuff. You know, all all that stuff. Well, who's on? Who's the the other team? It's um the Celtics and and um, oh look look at the freaking um Golden State. You know, Clay Thompson is a shell of himself now. He's still Clay Thompson. Still Clay, but but, but you heard what Clay said about Andrew Wiggins. Makes his job easier. He don't got to fly around no more. Wiggins does the flying around. Clay to guard the other guy, the lesser guy on offense. You, you see how beautiful that is? Like, and then you still got Draymond. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you think, I think defensive leader, I think of Mitchell Robinson. But you gotta see, you gotta start using this. Gotta start using his mouth. Gotta start talking. Pause. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's a lot of lot of development that Nick's got to do, man. But you know, we we have to make. 
you know, we, we saying we got to make the decision that Tom Tiblett need to do that. You know, the, truth, truth be told, the Knicks are just going to go into the offseason. We're just going to draft, and that's it. <laughs> we're just going to draft, and, you know, um, you know, I, I doubt we move anybody, you know, because we haven't. We haven't done it yet. So, you know, if we do make a trade like that, like a big trade where, where we're moving contracts, man, that is going to be – it'll be the first time that we've done it. We, it'll be the first time that we've done it since KP. Shit, we need to do one. We need to do some. It's like poking a stick at a dead body. <laughs> like move. <laughs> We've been waiting about two years for these guys to move. They still haven't moved. I mean, I'm not really mad at it because they had got drunk off the almighty fourth seed. And you know, respectfully, you know, you can't get drunk off making the fourth seed. And you could have Tibbs filling himself. Like, I'm the coach of the year, and nobody can tell me shit. And, you know, then this year happens. And it was reported that two league staffers wanted Tibbs fired. And I believe those two league staffers was Brock Holler, World Wide West. So Tibbs is on thin ice next season. World Wide West is Leon Rose's man's. <laughs> and I promise you, that black man, it's a little rose ear right now. Like, yo, man, yo, we got to do something about this Tibbs cat, man, soon, man. Because Tibbs, after, uh, think of the line of defense. First is Randall. Once he's gone, who's the next up to get the target on his back? Tom Thibodeau. Boom. Once he's gone, who's the next target on their fucking back? Leon Rose. Now, when he's gone, the target on the back is going to go to RJ Barrett. But I don't think it would never get to that point because we've been through that in the past. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> we just so. got to keep the forward movement. Though. That, that's the only thing. Like, like when we look when we look at the foot at the big story, you know, everyone talks badly about about Dolan, but you know, people are gonna get to the point where where they're gonna talk about. Phil Jackson, when we do the 30 for 30 and the Knicks won like five championships straight, and we do the 30 for 30, you know, mm -hmm. years from now and stuff, they're gonna talk about that 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 Phil Jackson made Dolan disappear. You know, Dolan um, um you know did this, did this, that, and the other, and then but and then they're gonna trickle it down and say if we didn't do that, that we wouldn't be where we are now to, to get the on rolls and this, that, and the other. So it's gonna be a part of the whole 30 to 30 for 30. So I mean, like the the real the real like um meat of it, like the the success part of it. Um, I think I think we're we're entering that right now. We're, we're we're all in the car. We're driving, and we're about to hit a tunnel with no lights. We don't know what the fuck is going on at the end of this tunnel, man. So I think I think we're there, man. This is this is it's, it's fun, but it's frustrating because we just don't know what's what's gonna happen. We don't we have no clue. Nah, we don't. But I hope the Knicks is lucky because you got to look at the Celtics, man. You got to look at those teams, and you still got to look. At, you listen. You still got to look at the Bucks. Giannis still averaged damn near 35 on them. That was with no Chris Kobe Middleton. That's yeah. that's that they didn't have that guy. I was was it game six? It was a game, it was one of those games where the Bucks was up five and then Tatum hits a three. I'm like, damn. It was the third quarter. I'm like, damn, Chris Kobe Middleton was in the game right now. He's taking a midi right now for sure. What are you saying, Chris Kobe Middleton? What am Chris? Kobe, yo, Luke. man, you gotta put respect on the Kobe, man. You, Wait, hold you on, just throw right. Kobe up in there like that. God bless Kobe's soul. Yeah, 
what I seen from Middleton in that 2021 playoffs, bro, that was one of the best mid-range displays I've ever seen in my life, bro. Now, that, that's the only – I've never not called him Chris Kobe Middleton after that, bro. That playoff run, bro, I'm sorry, bro. That was yeah. magical to me, bro. He did, nah, it was not hit. He, bro, hit, that hit the footwork, the art, the, the jab step, the triple threat, the pull up. The, yo, he, oh my goodness. If Arden had a bag like that, how many years it took Chris Middleton to get a bag like that? Like seven, eight? God damn. It, <laughs> so look, Bucks. Then, you know, I see people in the chat, they're like, yo, Emmanuel quickly going to start. I hope that brother sleep well every night. You know who the hell is in the Knicks division? We got Kyrie Irving. <laughs> well, what team is Kyrie Irving playing for again? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what team is he playing for? Let, 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 me, let me do some research. Let me let me look and see. Uh, let me look at the flyer. Is he, is he on the flyer? I'm not sure. Do you see Kyrie Irving there? I don't see him. I see some, some white guy with number 12. I see another uh, half black white guy right there. Better chill for he be a Nick. It really gets spooky. And I'll take Kyrie crazy ass too. <laughs> vaccine and all <laughs> take a five percent and all i'm you taking know, Kyrie. the nets that they're trying they're talking about um like um coming back a little bit pulling back getting some assets and, and um you know doing a light re not not rebuild but like a light reset so i i could see them you know um consolidating you know <laughs> i could see them consolidating you know I just wanted to say consolidate. How, how crazy is Kyrie, man? <laughs> like, because they didn't – yo, that's disrespectful not to put him on the season ticket, ticket holders list. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, Randall could take his ass right to Brooklyn. <laughs> Every trade I'm doing, I'm putting 30 in it. I don't yeah. care whoever listening. You're going to be mad. I don't care. I'm putting 30 in it because he shouldn't be on the team next season. Obi Toppin should be my starting four next season. Obi's not my starting four. Something horrible went wrong. Something horrible went wrong. You know what went wrong with this podcast? We were supposed to do call-ins. Oh, <laughs> when are we fuck are we gonna do that? So I mean, you know, maybe the next time. Next time that we that we go go live, maybe we'll do call-in next time. Oh man, my phone. You know, or maybe somebody would just call the number and be like, oh shit, I got a phone call. Oh, like hey, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the die, honey. Oh man. So you, you gotta look at the best teams in the east. Miami. Now, Miami, now here's a now here's the domino effect of that Donovan Mitchell Miami, to Miami show. If he goes to Miami, that's gonna force the Knicks to make a move. Because I, I would make a move. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you up, bro. Because I'm not trying to be behind the Hornets, and I'm not trying to be behind the Hawks. I'm trying to get ahead of those two. So I'm trying to go get a player right now who got me right now. That's a fact. That, yo, shit. Imagine trying to get through Miami, Philly. You're trying to get through Miami, Philly, the Bucks. How the fuck are you going to? 
Yo, I hope RJ and them boys, man, they sleep good, man. <laughs> they training good, man. It's, it's tough, man. But yo, I, I used to ride the A train from from East New York. They gotta go through East New York. Gotta go through Brownsville. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go through the freaking freaking um Red Hook and all that. Oh man, the low East Side. I gotta go all the way uptown to to whatever. You know what I'm saying? To go where I gotta go, 34th Street. Gotta go to Washington Heights and, and wherever else. So if I was going to school or go to go see some chick. Whatever, man. So I mean, life is like that sometimes, man. You got to go through the channels, proper channels, and stuff to do things, man. So one thing too, I, I don't like to just to, to um to throw some dirt on on LeBron James. I don't mm -hmm. want nothing easy, man. And Me and either. um and KD, I don't want it easy. I don't want to stranglehold the whole league where everyone thinks they have a shot at signing me, and then mm -hmm. all three of us go sign with Miami. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I, I'm not with that. Where where every team in the in the East is completely fucked. You know, you know what I'm saying? That, that nobody has a team, and we're just gonna steamroll through everybody for the next three years. That's not, you know, that 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 to me is not exciting for me. You know what I'm saying? I want the smoke. You know, yeah, that's a fact. That's but that's the that's why you could kind of give Adam Silver props over the last few years with the NBA draft because he's been spreading out talent across the league. Like it's it's so much parity now, bro, and it's gonna be even more parity next season. Next season is going to be a bloodbath. I made a Lord bless the Western Conference, bro. I don't want no smoke with the West, bro. They even talking about the. Well, I mean, that's probably like a pop for another day. But they talking about expansion too. Two two teams. They need it. They need it. Needs it. It's, it. it's too much talent now, bro. It's it's so much talent that people can't play who can play. It, it's too much talent. You need to need two more teams. That that's and then. Think about it like this. The, the 2023 draft is so-called one of the best NBA drafts of all time. And high school players is coming in that draft. If I'm the Knicks, look, look I'll make the playoffs next season, but I'm cooling it. And I'm, I might be greedy. I might, if I trade back, I might want to pick in the 2023 draft. I might want another one in there just because. Cause I know they scouting early right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Look at this Eastern Conference. The fuck. It's tough, man. Toronto Raptors. You know they. They, they, they not going nowhere. Well, I mean, they got some young guys over there. They got the yes. OG. They got you know they got a lot of good players over there. You know, can't really sleep on on those guys. All these teams already have their their, their table set. They kind of just need that that next move. But everybody's closer closer to make that move than we are. You know. We just, we just trying to get get invited to the we just trying to yeah, get an invitation to the fucking cookout. <laughs> yeah, we just trying to get to the cookout, man. We just, <laughs> just trying to show up, man. Yeah, I fucking our GPS is scrolling right now. We, we we trying to get there. And so you gotta get so here's the thing. Now, this is the hypothetical that Donovan Mitchell goes to Miami. You gotta make a move because you don't want to be behind the Hawks, Cleveland, the Bulls. And the Raptors next season. The positive about next season, if we lose, is three positives that come out of that. Tibbs will be fired, so that's 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 going to be great for me. I'm going to, I might have to run a bubble bath for that. If, that's going to be great with some candles. That's going to be great. Tibbs going to be fired. Um, the second thing, the 2023 draft. We got high school is coming in. We got two first round picks. So that's the second thing. The third thing is 
expectation. Now, the expectation going into that following season with our first-year head coach is going to be minimal, but you've seen a lot of success from first-year head coaches in the NBA within the past five years. We've seen it. First-year head coaches get into the finals. And and the special thing about it, most of them (laughs) African-American. That's the special thing about it. Like, is it, you don't find that suspicious? Yo, <laughs> 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 that should have never get old. Man. But but no, nah, I nah, But that's special to watch, bro. Like just seeing a minority in the finals, bro. As a basketball, as a NBA head coach, bro. That is special to watch, and then you're seeing it. Year after year after year, these dudes is getting to the finals, man. Nick Nurse got to the finals this first year. He's a hell of a – he's a great damn coach. You got the guy – He's white, though. I I love Nick Nurse, man. I love Nick Nurse, man. He can be my cousin. He can come to cook out anytime, man. I love Nick Nurse, man. I don't care if he white, black, orange, blue, purple, pink, granola ball. It does not matter. If you could coach, you could coach. It's just a little more special. New coaches African American. That's all. That's that's all. That's all. Yeah, but I think I think the Knicks are close, man. But I mean, like like you know, every every like you know, the freaking the diehard state of mind for Atlanta or whatever the fuck they the, those guys the Atlanta Hawks think they think they were like just like us one you know one good trade away you know why can't we move up? I'm quite sure everybody's saying that on every single team here, but all these teams are very close. The, the Knicks are the Knicks are, are right on the same. Um, level as the Charlotte Hornets, Atlanta Hawks, and stuff like that. We're right there. Pacers are right there too. What the Wizards are there? They're just like one or two moves away from being, you know, for pushing us out the out the box. You know. Yeah. So it all depends, man. Competition. But also, what's up with Bradley Bill? What he, what he doing over there? What he, what he doing? He gonna just sign his money? And he just gonna just die over there in DC? I mean, yeah. goddamn. He's um this generation's freaking um what's that, Richard? What's the dude that, that was in the run TMC? Who, 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 Tim Hardaway? Not Tim Hardaway, the other one. It, it was on Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, and you know, I guess the chat will help me out there. I can't oh, remember. Shit. Oh, he was nice too. Um, yeah, but he Mitch never won Richmond. nothing. He never won shit. Mitch Richmond? Yes, Mitch Richmond. He's going to be like Mitch Richmond. 20 points a game for like 20 years, but they'll never win shit. Mitch is way better than Bradley Bibb. It's not even close, it's not even comparable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could compare it because I mean, Mitch, Rich, Mitch, 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 um, Richardson, um, excuse me, Mitch Richmond. He didn't win anything until he was already done with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a he, dog. He, didn't he was a dog. Mitch Richmond ain't never have a John Wall. Run TMC only. I think that was only for one seat. Why the hell did that team break up? For no, no apparent reason. Well, they they broke it up because they thought that Billy Owens was going to be nice. Mm. Billy Owens is nice though, but he didn't he didn't pan out to be the player that they that they thought he was gonna be. You know, you know what's crazy? Like it's a lot of old school teams that was dumb nice that was broken up like too early. Like one of my favorite teams of all time. Um, the first two teams that come to my head, the Dallas Mavericks in the early 90s, I believe, or the mid-90s, they had Jim Jackson, Jamal Bashburn, and Jason Kidd. And um, another team 
a recent team that I really love was the OKC team. That that John Wall, um, I mean John Wall, James Harden, Russ, KD, yeah. team you, you let them go too early, man. You mess it up, man. You mess it up. It was, you know, quite a few teams like that throughout the years, you know, that, that were just like scorers uh, type of thing, you know, had three big guys on there, just weren't able to keep them. That's why that's why I knew the Nets was never going to work. It was never going to work. Like, you knew, you knew it wasn't going to work from the start. When you got a guy like KD, KD and Kyrie, what's the problem with both of those two guys? Those two guys won championships with – on teams where they wasn't considered the leader. <laughs> now yeah. you're expecting those two guys to lead a team to a championship. Then you trade. Then the, the messed up thing about the Nets, they had it, but they traded all of their rotational pieces for James Harden. That was very stupid because Jared Allen made, made the all-star team, I believe. And he's really good. He's damn good. Karis LeVert, he's damn good. You don't do that. Then James Harden, fat ass, wants out of Brooklyn. He goes to Philly. The man puts up two. Yo, he put. Let me ask you a question, dog. Not, not to get upset. If a Nick All-Star in a playoff game, let's say it's game six, and he put up two shots in the second half, of a home game, what would you say about that? You talking about Ben Simmons? No, 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 no. Ben Simmons, but see, that's no. James Harden did that. Yeah, but, you're right. I'm sorry. Yep. The difference between Ben Simmons and James Harden. James Harden averaged 35. You don't fucking two shoot two shots in the second half, bro. And I watched you average 35 in the season before. Ben Simmons, he could kind of get away get away with it. But he could get he gotta get me 10 rebounds, 14 rebounds, 11 assists, like five blocks or something. Dude, he gotta have me the Draymond Green stand up. But yeah. yo, man, you can't you can't build teams like that, man. You got you can't rush it, man. You well, gotta let it build. Shout out to, to um Paris Duggar too. He just gave us a super chat, gotta acknowledge. But you know, yeah, I, I got that man. um that that Nets team that had D'Angelo Russell, they had Joe Harris, uh Spencer Denville, Karis Levert. You know, uh, Jared uh, Allen. You know what I'm saying? They they had a bunch of uh, guys that they, they these were their players, and and they they gave up this group to to get the current group that they have now. That was the wrong. It was the wrong plan. You know, they 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 already had a blueprint to 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 build the correct way. Maybe maybe you sign a, a Durant, maybe, or maybe you do something like that. But to, just to completely gut all the hard work that you did to get these players homegrown, the Karis LeVert, the Spencer Dinwood, all these different guys, you scooped these guys up from nothing and you made something out of them. And you said, you know what? Here, for, let me congratulate you guys for your hard work and go, you know, go, go, you know, go, go kick rocks somewhere for another team. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, you know, that, that's why I can never like the Brooklyn Nets. They did this is a soulless franchise, you know, and it, this guy, I feel sorry for, for their current GM. Because um he you could tell that he didn't necessarily want to do this, but he's just doing what what the franchise is asking him to do. You know, their um their GM that they have over there. It's all right, man. That's on them. Being greedy, rushing on the stars. You see what happened. You you the Lakers is a prime example. And I remember when they first made that AD trade. I called my bro 
He a Lakers fan. Huge time Lakers fan. Shout out to my guy, Cal. Um, and I'm like, yo, bro, the worst thing the Lakers could have ever done in that AD trade was trading Brandon Ingram. You give up pieces, but you don't give up the whole shebang. Now, you look at the Lakers right now. Yes, they got a chip, but you look at that team right now. If they would have had Braun, Ingram, and AD. Well, I mean, they could have got, they could have kept Julius too. Um, they could have kept Jordan Clarkson. They had a bunch of guys that they could have kept. You, you could have kept Randall too. Yeah. So D'Angelo Russell, if all those guys uh, popped at the same time, you're talking about Julius Randle, 20 points, D'Angelo Russell, 20 points. You got Brandon Ingram, 20 points per game. Um, Jordan Clarkson is not a slouch. He could still get you like 15, whatever. That That's really good, man. You know, but, but you know, teams are out there, you know, searching. The Lakers traditionally do that. They've always done that. You know, but, you know, after after the the the, the curtain is is drawn, after everything is over, now now you're just stuck with nothing. It really, the friend, the, the fans are stuck with nothing. And, and it sucks to be a fan like that, where, where you, just, you just lose and you have nothing to show for it, nothing to look forward to. You're just waiting for the team to get you that next superstar. Yeah, you know, that, that would suck, man. It would, but but we're not we're like we're in a way better position than we with than that. Like we got stuff to look forward to. I mean, when we look when we look at the roster, you could look at look at that old Lakers roster. Like, oh yeah, a lot of those boys became all stars, man. You just gotta wait a couple years. You gotta wait for them to develop, you know. But you. The Lakers is not about winning, though. And we always know that. The Lakers is about championships. But now the Lakers got to get with the fucking program because it's not the old ways no more. It's it's not the OG. OGs, you got to give it up. The young boys is now. It's a young boy game now. The one, the one thing that the Lakers forgot is that, that a lot of their luck, a lot of their luck, it wasn't because they were able to sign guys. Like, they, they drafted Magic Johnson, but they already had Kareem. You know, they, they were so lucky. They they already had Shaq, and then they drafted, they, they traded Lottie Divac for, for, for what would be Kobe. Um, Kobe Bryant. How lucky is that, man? You know, so they, they had a lot of luck. So they, they took it, you know, they they act they 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 skip steps. You know what I'm trying to say? They they skip steps. They allowed, they allowed, look at this, man. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, uh, they had Luau Dang on the team too, Nick Young. I mean, they had a lot of good players in their team. They, they, they could have just stuck together. And um, they, you know, they they would have still made the playoffs. They still would be in the same position they are now. You See, know, but... and then the very next season, remember they drafted, you drafted Lonzo at two. Now, you don't draft Lonzo at two when you see a wing like Tatum in that same draft. You just don't do shit like that. But they did that. Now, Kyle Kuzma too, man. They was kicking ass. They, they, Caldwell uh, Pope. Yo. You know, look at all these players. Brooke, they had Brooke Lopez on the team. They, they should have been able to put this. They should have let this um sit a little bit. Let that simmer. You gotta let it sit. That that's why I, I be I be trying to I be against trades a little bit. Like, nah, I don't want to do a trade yet. You gotta let this simmer a little bit because you don't know who's gonna pop. Who's gonna pop? Like, also, look, Brandon Ingram. Look at sixteen points per game. My man RJ just averaged 20 at 21 years old. Yeah, Julius was averaging 16, um, 8, and 2. 
Yo. They had Isaiah Thomas on that team? Isaiah, Come on, man. Come on, man. And what was Randall getting? Eight rebounds per game? Yeah. Three, Kyle three, Kuzma three, was giving you 16 and 6. Kuzma? Yeah, come on, man. All LeBron, all, all LeBron had to do was walk right in there. Yo, they, they drafted like Josh trade, Hart. Bro. They drafted Josh Hart. They had Shannon Fry on the on the roster. Corey Brewer. You know, they had guys. They, yo, they had Gary Payton the second on there. Wow. Yo, they, yo, they dumb. Yeah, they dumb. That that's that's called that's called being greedy. That's called being greedy, bro. That's called being greedy. Oh, come on, man. Zubak could have been their starting center. You know, I mean, they had Brooke Lopez. That that would have been dope still. Brooke Lopez was still giving you something. Oh, man. If if they would have broke that up, I would have been pissed, bro, as, as a Knicks fan. If he had that talent, that much talent on, on the roster, I would have blew that. Sh- I would have been. How do you think Lakers fans feel now? Yeah, I, I got a couple of Lakers fans at work, man. They, they Even though yeah. they won a championship, they weren't happy about it. Nah. How was that? How do you win a championship and don't be happy about it? Yo, yo, bro, I got a Lakers fan in my job, too. The dude was like, yo, man, that bubble ring, man. <laughs> like, he don't yeah. really gloat about it. <laughs> well, you know, I give Lakers fans credit for that, though, because they, they do acknowledge the fact that that was a bunch of bullshit. You know, because look look what happened before and after. Before, you know, they didn't make, they didn't make you know, they were shit before the bubble, and then right after the bubble, they weren't shit again. So, so I, I give them credit because they, they 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 recognize what's what's real and what's not. So I, I, I give them credit. They did. They did. Um, can you can you pull up the? I I want to look at another young. Can you pull up the 0809 Orlando Magic roster? And then also to answer Parrish Duggar. Um, listen, I understand. Like the <laughs> argument is R.J. Barrett shot mad shots per game. He shot seventeen point seven shots per game last season. Who else do you want shooting the ball? Evan Fournier? He said 0809? Yeah, the year they went to the finals. Alec Burks? He sucks. I don't want Randall? Come on now. Mitch? Mitch don't got hands. Go, come on now. You think you can beat him? As you're trying to say? Yeah. (laughs) I pay to see that. Mitch uh, Mitch versus um, State? Mitch, what? Catching the bat? Man, Mitch, Mitch, hands are shaky, man. Nerlens just got hands for feet. Yeah, all that deodorant stuck in his armpits, man. I can't even see him putting his hands up to even do that. Rip all the skin off. You can't yo, take it one on one, man. Now, yo, you look at this team, and I see name. I'm not even going to go to the big names. Marshawn, good talk. Um, Tyron Lue, J.J. Reddick. You got Keith Bogans, Michael Petras, Courtney Lee. Rayful Austin, Jameer Nelson. Put like, some respect on Tony Batiste's name. Okay? Tony Batiste. Tony Batiste. <laughs> Yo, the 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 French Michael Jordan, Michael P- Petrice. Yo, he was so solid. Yeah, he was good. He, Golden State. He, he was so. Yo, that's who Doris Vinnie Smith remind me of. Michael Petrice. Mm. The Knicks need a Michael Petrice. Shit, Cam Reddish like Michael Petrice. Nah, he's better. RJ, he's talent. Sorry, my bad, my bad. RJ, not nah, nah. <laughs> put some respect on my man's name, man. You can at least say Michael Finley, man. Yo, they had Skip to my Lou, fam. They had a good squad. Yeah, that stupid ass coach benched um Ray for Austin for Jermaine Nelson and lost the finals for that shit. Stupid. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, they all say that to this day. You know, that's the reason why they lost. That's yeah. the exact reason why they lost. 
Rafer was killing what? Yeah, he, 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 like, he did the Tibbs move. He went with his guy. And that's what get that's what it gets you. Yo, Turkaloo, that's another name. All these names here, they, they it's like they forgot about them. Turkaloo, I I I wonder why nobody ever mentions him when they talk about Dirk. Because Turkaloo was doing doing Dirk shit, uh, not Dirk, um Lucas stuff. Um, Turkaloo was doing Lucas stuff back in this time. They went to the finals with basically um Turkaloo um with the ball in his hands mostly. Yeah, it's funny. Like Luca is like a way better version of Turkaloo, but Turkaloo definitely was because Turkaloo is nice. He, he was nice. Like, Turk, man, game winners. You know what I'm saying? He he was basically running a point. I, they did have Jay, Demir Nelson. They did have Austin, but he led them in. You know, he was kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, that's a. I wish Cam Reddish watched some Hito Turkaloo tape. More, but he got to get his jumper. See, he got to work on his jumper because R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, horrible mid-range jumpers. Um, but. Reddish got more of a bag than RJ, so I know he could get to his spot easier. RJ, he got a big on him. He might pass out on the ISO. That should that that was disgusting to watch last season. So we'll see. But a roster like this can get to the final. Now, this is a roster right now that if this year's Boston had to play them, they would lose. Like Boston would lose. They they would get punched. Well, look at the squad, man. You got um um Hadu, that, that could be like RJ. You got Rashid, Rashad Lewis, that could be Obi. <laughs> Hell no. You mean, Why not? Hell no. Obi is nothing like none of these guys on this team. But I'm saying I'm saying just like scoring-wise. I mean, Obi can give you five rebounds probably. That's probably what he's going to top out. I got a better team for you. 17 points per game. If you want to do that, go to the 05 Suns. I don't want to do that. You, okay, I'll do that. Okay, I'll do you, that. you don't want to do the 05 Suns? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'll do that. You don't want to do the 05 Suns? We're going to do some team compared trying to get these boys to be better than the goddamn Celtics in the finals right now. Well, I, I, I compared that squad too, but I got Obi as, as Sean Marion, though. Everyone keeps talking about about, about Amari, but they're not even not even close to the same player, but he's yeah. very close to Marion, though. Yeah, he's not using – yo. That Obi Amari comparison, throw that in the garbage, man. Amari was averaging he that that's twenty. I think that was twenty six at like twenty two years old. Amari was a monster, man. Yeah, he was. Amari, he was a, he was a different type. Of, but look at this team. Yo, you wow, know, Jim Jackson. Wow, both my, yo they yo they had a squad, bro. Yeah, they had a squad. They had Machi too. You know, kicking ass coming off the bench. Machi yeah, how you got it? Joe Johnson, Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Kubrick, Steve Nash, Jim Jackson, Le- Leonardo Barbosa, and they, and they want to talk about um, James Dolan. Their ownership is fucked up. Yes. How do you break that up? How do you do that? I, being cheap. Don't want to pay Joe Johnson. Don't want to pay Sean Marion. Don't want to pay Queen Richards. I would have paid the tip, but I'm paying the high for that team. Yeah. I'm paying it. But that's a team. That the Niska, but see, you need you, we don't have no Steve Nash, obviously, but you need an efficient scorer at that point guard spot. Steve Nash was so efficient, man. He took great shots. You know, he took the mid, his mid range jumper was water, three pointer water, and he was a great facilitator of the offense. Well, look so, at the locker room though. Could you imagine having Joe Johnson, Sean Marion, Amari Stoudemire, Quentin Richardson, Steve Nash in the <laughs> locker room, Jimmy Jackson? 
you know, Jimmy Jackson was a 20 something point, 26 point a game scorer in Dallas, you know, yeah. so he, he can, he can get busy. You know, Steve Nash is, is one thing, but Quentin Richardson will fight everybody in the world. You know, Mario Stoudemire is the one, you know, 26, yeah, damn, 26, eight, he had 1.6 blocks. Come on, Sean Marion, Joe Johnson, too, went on to lead his own teams, Atlanta and the Brooklyn. You know, so, you know, look at the leadership there that they have in that locker room. All these guys are young, too, except Nash. Except Nash. Nasty Nash kid. He was 30 years old. Look at that. Joe and that's a young Oh, oh, my God. God, you gotta let that marinate. That is something you gotta let marinate. It, 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 they changed it every year too. I think the next year they changed. They changed it big time. They got rid of Joe. They, they got somebody else. They kept winning though. Nah, they fucked it. They fucked it up. They they, they fucked. Roger Bell. They went and got Roger. They did that because they needed defense. So they got Roger Boris Diaw. Oh, Mari got hurt too. I think he, he blew his and eyeballs. Mar- yeah, so Mari was hurt. But they got to the final. They got to the finals with that 07 team. I mean, they well, they were supposed to get to the finals, and they did that cheating shit against the Spurs. Just, um, when I think it was a fight or something, Amari and them had got off the bench and had got suspended yeah. for like game five or something. But the Suns were supposed to win that series for sure. Sixty-one wins they had that year. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's interesting to talk to talk about this stuff, man. You know, I mean, history always repeats itself, and basketball is basketball. Because look, look at this team. This this was a run and gun team. They said you couldn't win with this style of play, but not everybody plays this way. So now you can look at this roster as many incarnations as there's, there's been every every single Suns team. You know, you, you can look around the league and make comparisons. You know, to to what to what this team is looking like, like the like the the current Celtics team and all that. You could look at some of these Phoenix Suns teams and and, and can make comparisons. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I mean, the 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 blueprint is is already already made already. We just got to figure out how we can get that to work for us. So for my for the Knicks, I think the Knicks right now they most for me they um most likely resemble the uh two thousand four Pacers. Okay. It was the it was the team with it was the year they had to fight the malice in the palace. That year they was going to go to the finals in my heart of hearts. That so that, that was year, a tough ass team though. That yo, team was tough as yeah, hell. They was, it was too goonish, bro. It, it was bound to too goon, too many goon, and, and they wasn't goonish towards each other. They was just too goonish to the league. <laughs> what year was that though? That was um the oh four oh five team. Yeah, the sixty one win team. Was yeah, it, they, they probably should have won it all that year. Mm, hold on. Metal World Peace, Jermaine O'Neal, Al Hamilton. Nah, it was the team. It was the next year team because um, Steven Jackson not on that team. Right. Yep. It was It was the very next season. I, and I think that season they went 40. Or maybe it was the year before. Or it was probably the year before. No, oh, was Steve Jackson right there. This, this, was team, it. this was it. This was the team that was supposed to go to the finals for sure. Yeah, look at this: twenty-four points per game by Metal War Peace. Yeah, Jackson had eighteen. Jamel had twenty-four. Damn, Jamal Tinsley was in his bag, fifteen and six. Reggie Miller was still there. Yeah, that, this was the year because the record don't reflect the fact. But the reason why the record is forty-four and thirty-eight is because of the Malice in the Palace. That's a fact. And yo, they they punched. They was punching teams that season. That season. I watched the game. I watched the game. They played the Lakers, bro. 
they held the Lakers to under 70 points, bro. Like, like it, like yo, they had Dale Davis. Huh? They still had, they still had Dale Davis on the team. <laughs> Just a gold. Jeff Foster was a gold too. Scott and Scott Pollard. Pollard. Scott Pollard fouled you man hard. <laughs> yo, Austin Cr- oh, Crochet was dope too. He, he was a good player. Foster yeah. was good. Yeah, they had a lot of good players on the team. So this is the team that actually um resembles my current Knicks right now. If Julius Randle had the fucking heart of Jermaine O'Neal, had the game of Jermaine O'Neal, um, maybe we would have won more. Um, if RJ Barrett had the fucking the the meanness of Ron Artest. And I mean, the nastiness. Ronald Tess is, is borderline, you know. I, I, I can't say nothing bad about Meta because if he ever watches the show, that motherfucker be in the streets. He'd be on the train, you know what I'm saying? Out of an Uber, no out of out of nowhere, and be walking down a block and shit. Like be careful. Yo, Meta it, RJ, man, you gotta get some nastiness to you. Gotta get some meanness. I mean, but look at this team. Jamal, Jamal, yo, I know for a fact Jamal Tinsley was in the streets, man, when I was in high school, bro. He he never Jamal Tinsley <laughs> didn't even play. He he was he was on um, going to ten um to Tilden and he wasn't even playing for Tilden. He wasn't playing no basketball and he made it to the NBA. He was nice. I seen him play in, in all black and Timberlands and destroying everybody out there. You know what I'm saying? That, that's the type of guy Jamal Tinsley is, okay? Richard Miller cursed everybody out. His sister is, is, is more, even more gangster than he is. You know what I'm saying? It, the, you know, Jermaine O'Neal. Yo, Jackson. that locker room. Crazy. Yo, Yo they golden teams, bro. Yo, and while they talking all they shit that they, that they could talk, they got Dale Davis standing around too. Like, You know what I'm saying? Scott Pollard is over there. You know, oh my god. So that that's the team that the Knicks resemble to me right now. Um, I don't see a player that resembles Obi Toppin on that current roster right now. But, but um, this is a long time, man. This is like almost 20 years. You're talking about 05, yeah. so you're talking, you know, 15 years, 15. Well, I'm not good at math, right? So you know, 15, 17, whatever how many years it is, you know, like it's a different era. I don't think and I don't think we'll ever see this again. You know, maybe in the next few years when these young young boys start to fill up the league, maybe we might see it again. What see, see what though? A combination like Steven Jackson and Metal World Peace on your wings? No, no, not not the talent, not the talent. I'm talking about the the freaking maniacs. Mm. You know, like where you're afraid to play these guys because you're gonna have to, like you you might have to fight them. You might have to really fight them. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yo, you might yo. They- Imagine suiting up versus Indiana in the old fourth season. Like, oh man, I got to deal with all text today, man. Not man. only that, <laughs> well, while while you talking junk with Metal World Peace and Steven Jackson, they got shooters in the crowd. Okay, <laughs> they got <laughs> shooters in the crowd. You know, so you got to be careful what you say and what you do around these around these guys. You know, I'm, listen, I'm not I'm not trying to. I'm saying this current Nick roster. There are players on this roster. Who resembles some of their players from that team? That's one of my favorite teams of all time, besides the old two kings. Yeah, um, talent wise, I see it. I, you know, I, I give it to you. RJ Barrett, Metawell Peace, Julius Randle, Jermaine O'Neal, Steven Jackson. Pray to God, uh, Cam Reddish can, can, can get some nastiness to him. Jamal Tinsley, uh, Manuel Quickly. 
Uh, <laughs> I mean, we don't got a Reggie Miller, but shit. Yeah, I mean, shit. We don't got a Reggie Miller. <laughs> so. Yeah. So all-time great player too, man. But, yeah. you know, I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. We're close. We're close to getting, you know, something like that, you know? It, it, it's it's going to take like two years, though, because the Celtics, you remember, man, the teams that they eliminated this year in this year's playoffs, all three teams was teams that bumped them out of the playoffs in the three previous years. So right. the Nets, um, the Bucks, and who else they played in the playoffs? Was it the Raptors? I don't even remember. No, I don't remember. But whoever else they played, you know, they bumped the, the previous teams. So they went through their bumps and bruises, and they went through their bumps and bruises together. They didn't make no stupid trades, and then they didn't gut the roster. You know, they, they also got a lot better individually too. That that's the Celtics team. You know, yes. Tatum has always been nice, and um, you know, this guy Jalen Brown, he's always been nice too. But I mean, you know, Brown, we was talking about him being like, you know, you know, they almost broke that team up, not for nothing. In the beginning of the year, they was talking about trading Brent, um Brown, you know, to try to get somebody else in there with Tatum. They were talking about that this year. Yo, Brown. I remember, remember, I told you, like, yo, sometimes it'll be looking like some nice, that'd be looking like Brown team. But now it looks like Tatum team for real. Now, at, when I'm watching in the playoffs, it, that's Tatum's team. But there's some nights where Brown will give you 40 <laughs> if you see him. Yeah, he will. But, yo, they, they were talking about Jay, um, this guy Brown for Ben Simmons, but but Philly wasn't going to budge all off of that. You know, so imagine if Philly said, okay, fine, well, I'll, we'll send Ben Simmons over there and give us Brown. Give, yo, I, how would that have changed history? Give me the wing. That's why I ain't trading RJ. Give me the wing. Give me the wing. I didn't know Brown was going to be this good. I'm not going to hold you up. But development, giving them minutes. And here's the main thing the Celtics. The, the main, the underrated thing that happened for them. Gordon Hayward had got hurt the very first minute he stepped on the court for the Celtics. I was watching that game. So who got to step in and start that whole season? Jason Tatum. So, you know, he didn't get Tom Thibodeau. Jalen Brown. What did the Celtics do for Jalen Brown? We got to get rid of Mook because <laughs> Mook ain't just giving up his start spot. Right? <laughs> yeah, they open up spots for it for these guys, definitely. Because Mook is a vet, and Mook is not letting no rookie just take his starting spot. He's going to run a muck in the locker room. <laughs> he's he's going to talk shit to the coaches. That's a fact. So you got to trade Mook. And then the final thing was, Gotta get fucking Kyrie out the building, man. Gotta get the gotta get Cuckoo Kyrie out the building, and they made Marcus Smart the point guard. Well, you know, I mean, they had Kemba too. They had Kemba. Kemba. Yeah. Kemba. Um, you know, they they did score of twenty points a game with like they had four twenty point a game scores that one year. I don't know, I don't know how they did that. It, it, it was three. Yeah, Kemba Brown and um and Tatum. Well, well this guy Gordon, he had he averaged nineteen that year. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. But it's, it's interesting. Yeah, but you gotta go through those those things in order to in order to get to where you are now. I, I get what you're saying. That's a fact. But the the another key thing is they didn't trade their young guys. They kept building. They didn't. <laughs> they paid Robert Williams. Like the same arguments me and you having about Mitchell Robinson. You know, Robert, the Celtics fans was having those arguments about Robert Williams. 
the dude was always hurt, bro. Always. Yeah. It's, you feel me? They paid him off potentially. They paid him off what he can do. They didn't pay him off the box scores. They paid him off. But it's things that he probably do that we don't see. You know what I'm saying? Those Celtic guys, when I listen to one of the uh, one of the Celtics interviews, it, it was in the locker room, and the coach was talking, and he mentioned Robert Williams. The whole locker room was like, Robert, uh, like they was going crazy. So that's how I knew right then and there, like, ah, yeah. Yeah, he got respect in that locker room. Yeah, he'd have been. Yeah. He'd have been all, all those guys are giving it up, man. All, all those guys are hard workers, you know You know what I'm saying? A guy like like Williams, they paid him off of, off of what he was doing. He he was contributing, so they paid him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not like we like hope they pay him. He was giving it. He was giving it up. They could see his energy. And they, they gave him his money off, off the rip. You know what I'm saying? So these these guys are different. This is a different breed of guys. You know, not for nothing. We talk about goons and stuff like that. The Celtics and uh, and uh, the you know Miami Heat. Whoever was whoever's at the end, whoever finishes at the end. You look at those rosters of those guys. They have the goons. You know, all the winning teams have the goons. You know, they have enough goons to get you there. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you need goons, man. You need, you need them. Yo, you needed Patrick Beverly. Like you need those guys. I would give up a first for Patrick Beverly. That's how that's how much of a locker room presence a dude like that are just a breathe in your locker room. Because I love Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is one of the best point guards of all time. I, I watched him during his 21-year-old season. Man, that man is not a leader like that, man. <laughs> He's too yeah. cool. He probably smokes some weed. He'd be in the back. He'd Drink his little Corona. He don't even drink liquor no more. He drink wine, sangria. He he grown now. He got kids and all that. He, you know, quickly in the they drink handy. He gonna drink his sangria. He chilling. He gonna yeah. yo yo just just be cool. I know Tibbs is yelling, but just be cool, man. He just screaming. It's cool, man. You know you know that's Rose. Yeah, it's a different kind of different kind of leadership. I I get you. You need guys to to get to get crazy out there. You know, even when Derek Rose get crazy, you could barely hear him. He's like, "What? What you said? I know he's shaking his hands. I don't know what the fuck he's saying." You know, That's like like him, like it was one time Julius Randle. He he, he he did some, and Rose looked at him with that look, like an angry uncle. And I'm like, "Damn, yo." I wish we had Patrick Beverly because I know Beverly would have got up in Randy's face and cursed his ass out. Because I forgot what he did. So he did something dumb. Like, he threw the ball away, like, two straight times and tried to scream at IQ or something. And yeah. Rose looked at him like, man, if you don't chill, chill the hell out. Well, I oh mean, look, look, look at the goons here. You got you got Curry. Curry's a goon. You know, as, as great of a scorer as he is, you know, he's he's tough. You, you can't get him off his square. Jordan Poole's becoming that guy. Uh, Clay Thompson is a, it, right now. Clay Thompson is not that twenty point a game scorer like he used to, but well, he's, he's a goon. He's a goon. Green is a goon. They they yeah. say Clay is this is the, is the um he's the besides Draymond, Clay talks the most shit. Yeah, they try to say he's like Larry Bird and shit the way he be popping shit. <laughs> you know, but I mean, you got Kayvon Looney doing the dirty work. You got. Damon Lee is a good player. You know, Andre Iguodala is still there. You know, Gary Payton Jr. They got a lot of tough guys on that on that squad, man. Yeah, man. You know, that's just that, – that's Golden State is just known for, like, offense. But they got goons on the squad, man. You know, the, the Celtics, you know, we were talking about them, the, the, you know, for most of the podcast. But, I mean, you look at their roster, you know. Outside I of Tatum. He, 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 I knew he was a goon 
the man yo what he did to wait was it did they smoke philly he smoked somebody in this he went seven for seven on somebody was that a b i i i, 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 I gotta go fat check on this yo al horford the dude it might have been in his chest yo he looked at him he said mm-hmm he gave him one mm-hmm Went seven for seven. I said, oh, yeah, that Puerto Rican, that Dominicano, my boy, a goon. Marcus Smart, goon. Um, Grant Williams? Goon. <laughs> no, he, he's not a goon. Grant but, Williams is a goon. You see all that spit that comes out of his mouth? That motherfucker's a goon, man. Nah, he do be talking, nah. He do talk a lot of shit, though. He do, yeah, he's a goon. He's a goon. If he's you got goon. white, if you're spitting your mouth is white like that and, and you know, pause, you know what I'm saying? And you a goon, fam. Nah, Pritchard a goon, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that white boy a goon, too. Yeah, yeah. He, and he muck it up. He muck yeah. it up. He gets in the lane, too. I like yeah. that boy. Jalen Brown's a goon. <laughs> yeah, they got quite a few guys on, on there, man. D Daniel right. Diaz is tough, too, you know? Yeah. He t you always got to have one of the European tough dudes. You got to have one of those. Gotta have one of those on your team. Hey, shit, Kobe, oh, Kobe loved those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go down the line. Or, or like, um, what was the last one? Miami. Miami got their share, their share of goons. The coach is a fucking goon, you know, in that, in that team. You know, the reason why Philly is, it didn't win, they ain't got no goons. Their two top players are a bunch of pussies. You know, all their top players are pussies besides Maxi. Nah, and be the goon. And be talk that talk. He talks a lot of shit. He talks a lot of shit, but it, but it don't. At, at the end of the day, that motherfucker crying. You know, you know what I'm saying, crying and shit because the referees didn't give him All no right, fouls. Harden, soft. Maxi, he. I, you say he a goon. He not a goon to me right now. He's Seth Curry, he, he's tough, but he's not a goon. It's a difference. Well, Seth, Seth was on Brooklyn. Yeah, Seth, he, Seth not a Seth not a tough guy. He's a pretty boy. Tobias Harris, he's too pretty. Um, Joel Embiid. He's a goon to me. That's only one though. Danny Green, he's definitely a goon. So that's two. That's not enough. Drummond, that's three. But Drummond, uh, but, but DeAndre Jordan is unplayable. Paul Reed, get the hell out of here. So yeah, they don't. Yeah, that's, no what trying to say. that's the reason why they, they didn't make it. They didn't make it because look 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 who's that tough guy. You know Paul Millsap getting six minutes a game. That's your tough guy. Isn't they have nobody there that's, that's, that's I'm afraid of. So it was supposed to be Danny Green, but nah. Look, listen, where they messed up at was that Ben Simmons trade. I would have sent Ben Simmons right to Detroit. <laughs> and I would have got back Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart. You would have gave me Killian Hayes. And you would have gave me a draft pick. And I would have said, have a nice day. And I'd have tried to win with that and let Maxi run wild. That's what I would have did. Because I you need death. You're not beating the Warriors with just you're not beating the Warriors with just two people, bro. Shit, that shit is not working like that. Well, this, but, this is this is them. They're looking at like the other teams that oh Curry and this, these guys, oh, we need stars. Look at Brooklyn, and we gotta get stars to match Brooklyn. You know, this this is what they're doing. They they they're playing copycat league stuff. You can't win like that. Nah, nah. It, I'm not scared of Philly. I'm not. Philly is mentally fragile. You go up 1-0 on Philly, you got him. <laughs> Instantly. Next year, you go up 1-0 on Philly, man, you, 
And I know if RJ becomes that that guy, man, if he don't kill James Harden and get him on a switch every time and do not pass the ball, like it, you shouldn't be scared. Joel Embiid, we scared of him. That man got to be healthy first. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Miami, you know, um, Max Struts and stuff like that, PJ Tucker. Max is cool. Max is cool. They just didn't. They just didn't have enough offense, I think, because Jimmy Butler had to get forty points a game just to just to get there with the last two wins, you know. Agreed. Um, That that uh, Tyler Hero injury hampered them a lot. Um, That's twenty points off the board, and um, Victor Oladipo, he was coming back, but he's still not. He's not the same Victor Oladipo anymore. Um, he's a bench guard now, so yeah. you know. and then they gave up on Duncan Robinson. They gave up on on a lot of guys that were there before, you know. So they they got a lot of question marks over there, you know. But they do got some tough guys, you know. That's what got mm-hmm. them there. But they just didn't have enough to get over there. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the 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 cream always rises. The the best teams always, you know, always have that that mix of of um, talent and mm-hmm. also have plenty of, of goons to go around, you know. So like guys like Victor Oladipo. DeMarcus Cousins, um, Gordon Hayward, these former All-Stars that, that we're talking about, those guys can, can help a team win the championship, you know? Those guys can win you a playoff game. Like, you never know, because uh, a lot of those old teams that we brought up, uh, Dallas, the 2011 Dallas Mavericks, they had the old-ass Sean Marion. We showed two teams Sean Marion was on. So, you know, it's all about building your squad. Like, those other teams, the – I, I think the team, the one team, though, that the Knicks is just, we just, we just never beat these dudes is the Raptors. With like that is like the kryptonite that annoys the Knicks every single time, bro. It's the matchups. We just it's don't match up well with them at all. Too athletic, too tall. But we'll see. <laughs> Look at that. We ain't got nobody to guard Van Fleet. OB's the OG's there. Sockham's there. Scotty Barnes. Gary Trent Jr. That's a matchup nightmare right there for us. Yeah. We'll see if they'll keep OG and an OB. Um see there's rumors out there that they might trade OB, um, OG and an OB for cap space. So, you know, it depends. It depends. A lot can happen this offseason. Um, would I trade for OG and Anobi? Yes, I would. But would I trade with Masai Ujiri? Hell fucking no. Masai um, <laughs> Ujiri, man. <laughs> so you, we already know what he did to the Knicks <laughs> when he traded with us the first time. That shit ain't look, dude, he ain't look too good. But and we screwed him though, man, because he he was trying to get um Steve Nash, remember? And he went and signed. Um, you know, what's it, Landry Fields? He overpaid Landry Fields, and he still won a championship on us on us with that shit. Man, that man, he had James Dolan so scared that they, it was a trade for first round. It was a first round pick for Kyle Lowry. Dolan said, "No, you already got me for Andres Bargnani. You think I want more heroin? That's a fact. <laughs> you just got me for Andres." So, you know, pick it. And, and that's why this year's lottery pick is kind of it, it's kind of important too. Like a lot of things play into that. That man, that goddamn boy Hayward, man. Greg Castillo is hilarious, man. Why why are you talking real world? Real world, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's funny. I was watching Yu Yu Hawker show the other night too. 
And I know you probably don't know what the hell that is, dog, but it's an anime. And I know what guy. it is, man. Oh, you know what it is? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, oh, man, trying to build a team is, is you got to look at the best teams in your conference and you got to see how you can either match up against them or you can build something to counteract what the hell that they're doing. Like, I like for example, like if this year's Warriors team meets last year's Bucks team, Bucks winning six. Yeah, because it's all about matchups. But you, the Warriors can also win, unless Chris want to be Chris Kobe Middleton again. But the Bucks could also win. So it 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 all depends. Like it all depends on matchups, man. And if, if they had Middleton, they probably would, they might have won. I think they they would be in the finals right now if they had Chris Middleton. That's a fact. Yeah, Giannis. Might, that's Giannis. crazy. They might have repeated. Imagine that. They might have they might have beat they might have beat Boston, and they might have just showed up to Golden State and re, and double oh, repeated. They would have did Golden State dirty, bro. They they oh god oh my god Kevin Looney on Giannis. That may Lord bless him. <laughs> so. And yo, he's like my. It, I I got three favorite NBA players of all time because I know we about to we about to um, end this soon. Yeah, is Allen Iverson, it's Kobe Bean Bryant, and it's Giannis. If Giannis was to ever consider the Knicks in twenty twenty five, bro, that shit will make my. Hey, bro. Well, if we do that, we're gonna have to get Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> we have to get somebody. Somebody got to be here before then. Before, you don't think we'll be winning? You don't think we'll be winning? Put the king up, man. We're gonna be winning, man. We're gonna be yeah, winning. So. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we're, what are we doing here? Yeah. You talking from you talking from a lens of you think we still gonna be winning thirty seven games? Is RJ not a all star by now? What are we doing here? Yeah, man, that's the star point guard, right? That's what everybody want to see. Get that man off the screen. He's <laughs> still on the team, though. Last thing, I got a question for you. Because I know we've been, we've been everywhere. I got to ask this. Would 30 ever consider coming off the bench for the Knicks? Uh, I don't think so. I, I think I think his ego right now is super high. I don't I don't think he would come off the bench. It it would have to be where the Knicks were where we got extra talent, and you know, and then he would do that. But we don't have no talent, so he ain't gonna do that. With all due respect, if you start Obi and you bring Randall off the bench, that's not that's not you. You can't win like that. You could, but like if Obi, like you know, they they would have to demonstrate that the Obi is ready. Like so, if Obi comes comes into training camp and they and they like your Obi's ready. They got to, you know, that's the thing. They got to have conversations, you know. They got to have those conversations. So if Obi comes in, into camp and he's like, yo, I can score 40 points every night. And the motherfucker is, is um, he got to bust Randall ass, though. <laughs> not, not just Randall. He got to play the game, though. He got to play his position, play the game. And the mm -hmm. coach staff got to look at him and be like, yo, Obi's, we got something. He's got to start. We got to start, Obi. You know, so if, if we if they come to that conclusion and, and they can show that Julius Randall could, still can get his off the bench, then I think he would do it. But 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 it really depends on Obi. If Obi if 
if Julius, yeah, you're right. If if Obi's not busting Julius Randle's ass with Julius Randle, see, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, he ain't just gonna give it up to him. Like, hopefully, hoping that he's gonna do good. That's a fact. So, so in the idealistic world, because Randle did average twenty ten and five off the bench. That's what's so crazy about that stat. He did. He did. Yeah, he's just a walking double double. Like he just walks in the game and just get a double double. Like that's just God's gift that he has. Like, and he's had that since college. I think he broke. I think he was one of the first to break Kentucky's rebounding record at college. So we've been knew we could do this. But the, the reason why I keep bringing it up is, yo, when you look at the teams that's getting deep into the playoffs, they got scoring everywhere. If all we can man the starting four position, then I could and is there a possible world I could bring Randall off the bench and bring that 2010 and five into the game at the three minute mark of the first quarter into every game and still have OB sitting there? I don't know who's going, it's gonna be pro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, then you know, OB topping, you don't take him out the game. The motherfucker, he got all this energy. Don't ever take him out. He don't he's not tired. You know, spoiler alert, he's not tired. You know what I'm saying? So, tired, you know, man. that would make sense. Put him in the game longer and make Julius Randle come in off the bench as the center. You know, you know, that, that that's if, you know, that's if we still got like bums like Mitch Robinson and stuff like that. Then it makes sense. You know, shout out to Mitch Robinson. <laughs> because, you know, it's always still Mo Bamo on the table. Um, that's if Mo wants to come to New York. You want to tell Donovan Mitchell to come home on his goddamn live. You need to come home your damn self. That's it. Mitchell Robinson wants to walk. Because Mo, Mo got a three-point shot already. We don't got to sit here and talk about, yo, man, when he going to shoot the ball. Yo, yo, dog. Yo, when, 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 when he go. We don't got to have those conversations. The conversation is now we got to have with Mo Bamba is, yo, when are you going to be tough, man? <laughs> when are you going to play like a goon, man? I need a goon. Like, I need rah-rah players. The Knicks don't have rah-rah players. 90s Knicks fans were spoiled. Because all y'all goddamn players was goons. All of them was tough. And they fought everybody. Yeah, the whole squad. Whoever was playing, they were, they were goons. Everybody. <laughs> Every, goon. Starks. Goon. Mason. God rest his soul. Goon. Sprewell. Goon. Like, look. Like, can, can we look at some of these old, some of the old Nick Rosses real quick? Well, oh, let's um before we go into the old Nick Rosses, um the Julius Randall off the bench stuff. Yo, it's 20, bruh. Bruh. 21-83 coming off the bench. He still got his 30 minutes a game. You know, and Anthony Davis. And he did that 31 minutes. So he don't, so it's evidence. That he doesn't need 37 minutes. He doesn't need to play 13, 1,300 more plus more minutes than Obi Toppin in the season. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before you start, keep talking, man. Uh, Take a look at who the point guard was. I know who the point guard was. It was Alfred. It was Alfred. Yeah. But Alfred was coming off the bench. The point guard was really Drew Holiday. So, but Alfred and Randall came off the bench. Peyton ever seven, you know. Jewel Holiday ever seven, you know. He was really so, a scorer more than, than than you know. So it's like, come on, it, it's like, yo, man, we trying to build a team. That'd be tough, man, because now you got twenty ten and five coming off the bench. 
Um, with I, I, in an ideal world for me, like let's say if we if we don't trade Randall, y'all will bring him off the bench with Derrick Rose. Yeah. With Quentin Grimes. Well, I, I see where this where this pod is going. We're gonna have to do a like we're gonna have to cut this off, man, because we're gonna go into another hour going because I, I know where this is going, and I, I think we need to we need to devote more time to that. Yeah, man. Because we're about to hit three hours, bro. We're gonna go into four, nah, <laughs> four nah, hours nah, 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 on man. the next subject. Uh, nah, man. It is it, just nah. It was just a good. It was just a good talking point because when we was looking at all of the old rosters. And looking at today's teams and looking at how deep the Celtics and the Warriors are, um, you still need a lot of firepower off the bench. And I think that's something that the Knicks should consider. Um, they it, it should never be about uh, contracts. Like, I'm, I'm sick of the whole MSG politic bullshit. Nah, could, nah man. Nah, bro. Kaiser nah. Souza said, "Keep it rolling. We could if you want, man. But I mean, we about to get into another another fucking hour. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Somebody needs to give us a. You know what? Somebody <laughs> hit the damn like button. You know, you know what I'm saying? Get the likes up on the damn show. Like, you want me to go, want us to go another hour? Hit the damn like button, God <laughs> Damn it! Like another hour. All right. Oh man, I got a. I got another hour. Um. Yeah, cause she. Yeah, she be here later. So I got another hour. Like." Looking at the old school teams and looking at the Knicks on um, roster, like we got to be realistic when it comes to wanting to trade this dude, right? Yo, thank you, Kareem. I appreciate you, man. Get the mics up, man. I appreciate you, Kareem. Um, Kaiser Sosa, my guy, Legion, man. What's up, Brody? Appreciate you. Um, we got to be realistic. From a one through ten, a ten being your strongest belief. A ten, a, a one being you have no belief. Do you think the Knicks will trade Julius Randle some? Uh, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could commit to because I mean the Knicks have yet to make a make any any moves like that. You know, we have yet to do it. You know, so I, I can't really say say no here, no there. So in the event that we do keep him, I think that. They're gonna have to have a conversation because, like, you can't come back to me as a fan and um, respectfully after seeing what Obi Toppin did towards the end of last season, and I was disrespecting Obi Toppin and and his efforts and stuff like that. Respectfully, you can't tell me that Obi Toppin can't start. Like, I I don't I don't want to hear that. Uh, I'm not interested in. Well, that he has course. to prove it though. That's that's the thing. I I believe I believe in the kid too because I I you know last his first his rookie season I was not a fan of him. You know, you remember that we used to have arguments about this stuff, you know. But you know that that last week or so, or maybe like the once it got in the playoffs and then everybody got into the stands, you could see where he was going to become. But even even that that same player is not the same player that finished this season. So mm-hmm. Obi Toppin, Obi Toppin, um, he's got to show up the way that he showed up at the end of last year. You know, he he definitely has to do this. Like you know, like for for expectation wise, there's no there's no reason for him not to not to be able to do that. He's got to show it. He can't blame nobody else. He can't blame all oh, you know, Obi, you know, Tom Thibodeau's not doing this, or Obi Toppin is not doing this, or I'm not getting the ball. You know, you can't do that, man. Either you're nice or you're not. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta show these guys that, that you want it. You know, I, I did a podcast comparing Obi Toppin and Julius to 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 um Larry Bird and, and freaking um Kevin McHale. 
you know, I did I did that a while back. People were laughing at me for for making that, but you know, the same thing that you're saying about putting Julius Randle as a backup, you know, uh, you know, Kevin McHale is is a Hall of Famer, and he came off the bench for Larry Bird, so so it could happen. You can still, if you're nice, you can still get your numbers. Got to get the minutes though. <laughs> That's yeah, the you thing. Can minutes, you know, you, you, um, we just had the um the 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 what, what do you what do you call the Pelican stats? He was still got his 31 minutes a game coming behind they lost that year though but you know but you know regardless of the fact that the minutes are there you can fit and fit guys into into schemes you know yeah so if you scheme something like that you bring rose off the bench you bring randall off the bench you start quickly you start ob um you got rj barrett uh i don't know who your center is going to be um i think it, it should well it should be mitch uh, I think it's going to be Mitch. So hopefully you got Mitchell Robinson in your starting lineup. And um, now here's the thing: like, all right, and this and uh, so on this particular team, did we do the Gordon Hayward trade? <sighs> that that trade that we that we put up. Yeah. Uh, you know. If Mitch Robinson wanted to go to Charlotte and he was good with that, I would do. I think I would do that trade. Because, because I mean, because then you know, once you, once you got Gordon Hayward on the squad, now you got Gordon Hayward on the squad. Like you're not counting on him to give you too much because of whatever. He's a little older. You know, I, I'm not counting on him being no 20 point a game scorer. But he's gonna be. He's gonna give you a solid, um, you know, solid production at small forward. You put him next to Obi. I think that's a really good. That's a really good mix there. You know. Because Golden Haywood and RJ, I want to say they're comparable to each other. You know, I so said maybe um, you know RJ is, is he's just younger. You know, I, I think they're very comparable to each other. So I mean, if you have that type of situation, then you could tell tell Julius Randle to go come off the bench, and but you could say it with a straight face. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. The problem is like, well, it, it, how about quickly? The quickly's last few games was pretty awesome too. If he can, if he can do that next year too, now you talk of something. So now, in this event, see what is red. See the thing about um, what Legion saying right now is what is the kind of person Randall like? What is he like? Who is he? Like he doesn't. He hasn't spoken a lot last season. Um, the times when he did speak, I didn't want to fucking hear his voice. Um, he after he didn't speak to the interviewers, and we lost nine straight. I think we lost nine out of ten games. He didn't speak in nine straight interviews, and then he spoke at the game we lost, and he had thirty points. I lost respect for him after that. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to hear him no more. So. Turd in the punch bowl, though, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm reading. I'm like turd in the punch bowl. Where did you learn that from? You went to college in the Midwest or something. That's what he was acting like. That's what he was acting like. So what? 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 What type of person is he? Like, is he really a locker room cancer? Like, is he really an asshole in the locker room? Do guys not get along with him, or do they not get along with the fact of how Tibbs did not hold them accountable last season? Like, it's certain things that has that has yet to come out yet which is a positive thing but at the same time like i still have my questions like 
like who who really is Randall? Like, is his ego too big for him to not come off the bench? Because if he comes off the bench, that's 2010 to five. <laughs> well, I mean, this guy here, um, he, he has no problem coming off the bench too. You're talking about Derrick Rose, he's coming back next year, too. That's the Derrick Rose is the forgotten player. He's making 14 million dollars a year, and we all we always forget about him every single time we talk about the Knicks. Out of respect for Derrick Rose, he's not he's not in my long-term vision. <laughs> That's why I don't well, really he's not he's not in anybody's long-term vision, but I mean he's still got 14 million dollars on the books. So yeah, he, you can't you can't ignore him. Well, I mean, you took I, I mentioned guard, then. huh? Quickly is the point guard then. If you try, if you can't ignore Derrick Rose, quickly gotta start at point guard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, quick, quickly, quickly being as being a starter at point guard, that, that helps out so much, man. It, it it just takes the stress out of it because it, just let him be the point guard, you know, and have Derrick Rose coming off the bench. And and if you if you do that, and and uh, quickly's doing well, and but but Rose is still able to succeed off the bench, then maybe Julius Randle will see that from a leadership standpoint. And then he could see see that from from Derek Rose, and then just accept that role, because I mean I mean it. Ah oh man, I mean if, if quickly could be what what he was at the end of last year, all next season, and if Obi Toppin could be close to what he was at the end, you know, because I say close because he was getting forty point games and shit. But you know, if if they if both of those guys can get close to that consistently every single game, and if we get a guy like Gordon Hayward here. You know, you, you, uh, I mean, that, I mean, you, you can't say that that's not that's not a good team. You can't say that's not a good team. Yeah, quickly, quickly is a great rebounder too. Like he's he, that's very underrated by his game. He's and he very- takes off. That that that's a that's a, 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 a steal right there. He takes off. Yeah. You know, get get your boy um, Mo Bamba here. All right, th- look, look, that's a squad. You're talking about Obi Toppin as a starter, right? Obi Toppin. You got Gordon Haywood. Uh, maybe maybe you start Jericho Sims. You know, just to start the game. And then you got quickly, and then you got uh, RJ RJ Barrett, right? Then you got Mo Bamba coming. Let me even start Mo Bamba. Fuck it. Mo Bamba got the mid level exemption. We started Mo Bamba. Then you got Jericho coming off the bench. You got Julius Randle, and you got Derek Rose. I don't even got to say nothing. No, nothing else. Is that a good team or not? It's a cool team, but it, all those guys that sound like a soft front court. Is Mo Bamba? This is what I mean by is Mo Bamba going to be tough? He like he got to toughen up. He got to rebound more, and also he got to. Well, out of the paint we, we had that big argument the, on the other day. Uh, if you look at the 36, 36 um, uh, minute stat, he, he averaged more rebounds than than um um than Mitchell Robinson or close to it. He averaged close to the same amount of rebounds, like 11 or whatever per 36. So he rebounds decent and block shots is comparable to Mitchell Robinson. So you know, but you're talking about being tough, you know, I, I get you, but Mitchell Robinson is not tough to me. Hmm, Mitchell Robinson, he showed. He shows it. He shows it once every few games. He looks it. He shows. He shows. He looks scruffy too. I think he's got, he got being, ugly, being ugly is not a. It's not a skill. No, <laughs> he he got some skill though. <laughs> we got being ugly is not a skill though. Nah, you got some <laughs> skill, man. You got some skill, man. He ain't got the look of a New York center. He's big, ugly, and crunchy. He's a seven seven <laughs> black shots. <laughs> That's like you live on an E train and shit. <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. If if and that's that's another underrated thing about this whole rebuild that we got. Like, if you put up the old um Nick rosters, the Knicks got 
RJ, he's about to, he's 21. I think he's going on 22. I think Reddish is like 21, going on 22. Obi, like 24. Quickly, like 22. Quinn Grimes is like 21, going on 22. It's a lot of young talent. And we just said a couple of teams, like the Lakers, who <laughs> let guys go too fast. And they ain't let that, they ain't let it simmer. Add, add to that squad. Cam Reddish in the contract year, right? And uh, what was the what was the guard you said, Quentin Grimes? And, and then you got Deuce McBride too. You don't know what he's gonna do, mm-hmm. you know? I love I love Deuce, love Deuce McBride. Deuce 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 talk like he want to play. <laughs> I think that's the I think that's what I like about him the most. Like he talks with confidence, and then watching him play, he's scrappy. And I love them scrappy young players, man. Listen, stay. I'm gonna say it one more time. Obi Toppin is your starting power forward, right? Right, that that's we that, that's solidified now. We 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 we're benching Julius Randle. Julius Randle's coming off the bench because Obi Top is showing up to training camp bad as a motherfucker, and he can't deny it. Right, mm-hmm. Obi Top is starting at power forward. Uh, we make the trade. We got we got Gordon Hayward here. Gordon Hayward is our is our starting small forward. Right, that's veteran leadership there in the, in the starting small forward. Anyway, then um center like I said, Jericho Sims is a center. And you know it, it could you know the the starting center could could be Nerlens the well. How about that? <laughs> well, listen, it could be Nerlens the well because we didn't trade him yet. Nerlens the well is on the squad. He could nah, be the nah, starting we center. Nah, we trade him. But we, but you know he's starting center, not getting thirty minutes a game. He's getting ten minutes a game because you got um you know Mo Bama that you signed for eleven million dollars coming off the bench. Anyway, <laughs> no, uh, I killed <laughs> the point guard. RJ's the shooting guard. Right off the bench, like I said, you got Mo Bamba. You got. Julius Randle, you got Rose, and you got Quentin Grimes and freaking Deuce McBride. We win in the championship next year. Yo, Derlis is not a starter in today's NBA. Derlis the world saved our season in the bubble, man. He saved the season in the bubble. Fucking full season. Yo, we got to (laughs) – yo, we got to end. But he saved the season, man. You you, got to give him that credit. But I'm saying Nuno's the well as a starting center playing 10 minutes because you got Mo Bama coming off the bench playing 25. And I'm you got Julius Randle playing 31 minutes coming off the bench. Why do that when you could just start Mo Bama and then have Randle just come in as the center and then just right, play so then do that then. So, so do that. Does it make you feel you know, better? Obi Toppin, Mo Bamba, <laughs> uh, you know, Gordon Hayward, Quickly, and freaking uh, R.J. Barrett. Let's win this championship. Because New Orleans, oh my God, you yeah, man! <laughs> are you uh, are you ignoring me? Nah, you he said Orleans over, Bo. Yeah, that's a, that's where I'm at. I mean, listen, that's what you're gonna harp on. You're gonna harp on that thing. Okay, listen, listen. Nerlens Noel is gone. Okay, okay, forget about Nerlens Noel. But did you hear what I said the first time? I yeah. said. Be fucking topping Gordon Haywood. I said, uh, Mo Bamba quickly and RJ Barrett with Julius Randle, Derek Rose, and quick and Quentin Grimes going off the bench. It sounds so, it's a, it don't sound tough to me. That's yeah. why I don't like it. And it, it don't sound tough. Can you add a PJ Tucker or Beverly in there? Man, fuck PJ Tucker and Fuck. He's about to be retired. He's going to be retired. I got a name for you. Who? Can we bring back Mook? Man, fuck Mook too, man. That motherfucker's old as hell too. 
And he think he can fight everybody, man. Fuck that guy. Fuck him and his brother. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait. Calm down. Let me calm down a little bit. But I'm saying, I mean, those are the only guys. Those are the only guys. It's just for me that front court sounds soft. It just sounds a little, a little soft, a little soft, a little, yeah. a little soft. Right. It might sound soft, o- though, but listen, the back end of the defense is going to be Ob and Mo. They're going to have to be tougher. And then Gordon Hayward. Now, now Gordon Hayward is not the prize piece of this deal. Um, Legion, we we had a trade. It was a trade up earlier before we joined the show. And the um, trade was with the Hornets. And the trade was basically us trading back. And we get the 13th and the 15th pick. But we basically consolidated and traded uh, Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, Kimber Walker. Now, this is a deal that I would keep the 11th pick out of that trade. But you did consolidate one. And two, I'm not expecting Gordon Hayward to start every goddamn day every goddamn game of the season because I believe he's going to get hurt anyway. And three, that's a talent upgrade, and you're getting two contracts where you don't have to pay those set players for a couple of years. So it, it, Man, Let me say something. You guys freaking suck. Kaiser so say you suck. Mike Johnson, you suck. All you guys suck. Just because I mentioned Nernus and Will, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here, okay? Nernus and Will saved our season, for Christ's sake, okay? Richard Robinson was dead half the year. And, and Nerlens Noel saved our season, okay? And 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 I'm talking about playing Nerlens Noel ten minutes a game. Save what season, bro? What season he saved? Listen, and I'm talking about Nerlens Noel's gonna play ten minutes a game, and he can't play ten minutes a game. You, you see what Alfred ten minutes did for? Alfred <laughs> paid and played thirty minutes a game for us. Okay, so get it, get it, get it right. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Any any end. And he got us in, in into the playoffs, and made Julius Randle an All Star. Okay? Oh okay. my lord, man! <laughs> you know that? Yeah, you, you can make everything sound good, man. But yo, it's the truth, though. That fucking fourth. Just seed, because you don't like the guy, don't mean it ain't true. That fourth seed, it plagued the Knicks, man. This is why I got to deal with bums like Evan Fournier. This is why I might have to give up. Originally, Kaiser Sosa, originally I said Sims was going to start. And then I said, you know what? We got Norris the world. And then I put said Leonard as well. But originally I said Sims. I said hell no to Sims too. So then, so then get rid of everybody because everybody's soft. So that's the end of that. So, no, they got that. so now we got to go another another three hours, you know, talking about that shit now. Nah, 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 nah. Listen, listen. Dog, you can say Sims can start all you want. Will will a sixty four year old dumbass start? That's the question. <laughs> well, so, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like the 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 whole the whole goon thing that could be a whole another two hour podcast just talking about that. You know what I'm saying? That that's how that's why I was like trying to trying to cut it because I mean we can get into a whole another two hours talking about that. So I mean, I but feel like we need we need to come back and really go go crazy with that. Get try to figure out who we can get here to be tough. Cause, cause, like the end, the um, the the ending of, of this now is like, okay, Obi is soft. Uh, Mo Bamba, that 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 you said you wanted on the team, he's soft. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Soft. If we trade for Gordon Hayward, he's soft. Quickly soft. RJ soft. Quickly soft. I think quickly's are gone. I think RJ is kind of soft. RJ don't. He's not rah rah right now. But quickly is rah rah. I think quickly's are gone. 
<laughs> I think low key quickly. I think he's a goon. That's just me personally. I know a goon when I see a goon. He be talking. Well, and he quick, talk shit too. Quickly knows how to network. I know that that motherfucker is everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He, every time, he, you, every time you see a picture somewhere, he's standing in the background of the picture, no matter who who it is. Yeah. You know. Jay Z, Donovan Mitchell. The, the, who the hell next are you gonna be with? Yeah, man. It's crazy. He's gonna be standing with Putin and shit at the freaking, you know, at the freaking border. That's that's the perks of when you're the New York Knicks franchise starting point guard. Yeah. All right, well, well, I, I'm gonna I'm cut the point the, the pot short then because I mean we, we about to get into a whole nother joint. I feel like we, we gotta come back next time, get get the names right, and we could just go down that rabbit hole for, for the next one. Yeah, man. We went yeah, a lot of rabbit holes today, man. Yeah, we went crazy after the first hour and a half of talking about what, what we came to talk about. We went on another hour and a half just talking about like we just we just started just going like like Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> oh man, that's what the Knicks do. That well, this current Nick roster got me because it's so much to talk about this Nick roster. There's so many ways you could go about it. Well, for for everyone everyone that's, that's in the chat, please come back for the next one. Uh, when, when when we gonna go on again, man? Um, yo, what's today? Y'all be forgetting days. I'm getting old. <laughs> Today's today Wednesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. Thursday, and then it's Friday. Saturday. Saturday? You know, we can't do Saturday. Saturday, I'm like in the, in, in Never Neverland for like 12, no, 16 no, hours. Sunday. Uh, Sunday, okay. I'm going to be off work. So I'm about to have a, I'm about to have a good long vacation from work. A paid nice paid three week vacation, so and I and I and I buy me a new a new cell phone. So you you took three weeks back to back. Yeah, three weeks back to back. Okay, I got mine's in July. You know, I got I got real seniority. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I walked in the office. I said, I don't care who on the list right now. If I've been here longer than them, bump them down the list. Cause I want those days. I'm not working a lot this summer. This is that's out of line. <laughs> yeah, enjoy, man. Hey, you should have timed that shit for the um for the what's the name the um the the freaking summer league. You could have went to to Vegas. When is the summer? I tried. I tried, but all the OGs like who's higher than me, they filled those two weeks up. <laughs> you, you're literally like I I tried. It's like the first two weeks of August. Is it August? Or which, or is it the first two weeks of Ju- of June? I think July? it might be. I think it might be in July because I mean, it's after the draft. Oh, right? July, is cool. July is cool. Every yeah, yeah them days fill. And I, like, oh, I got it. Here. It's on on Thursday, July seventh. July and it ends on July seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, my day. Yeah, July is cool. I'm happy. I just got July 4-4. Nah, let me let, let us get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think I might go to Vegas this year. We'll you see. Might. I think I might. You gonna go watch a guy who's not gonna play until next year, March 2023. That's tough. That's dedication, man. <laughs> That's dedication. Tim's ain't gonna play until March. Yo, man, it took a Derrick Rose injury for him to really play Quentin Grimes, and literally had you could have had Quentin Grimes play the 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 
Evan Fournier role all season. You didn't even need Evan Fournier. Yeah. I I hate it, man. Yo, yo, shout out to everybody who joined us, man. Maple, yep. Legion, Sherman. Uh 19. Legion. We see Legion. I'm looking for Legion. Where's Legion? I just oh. The B Willis guy, Paris Duggar. Oh, uh, he, that's Legion from, from Twitter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nick Fan for life. My guy. Uh who else? Man, all you guys. Y'all know where to find us, man. Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher. Um, what's that other joint, man? Radio Play? I forgot what the hell it's called. All the motherfuckers. Man. Play, play FM, uh, Spotify, Tune, Tune FM, whatever the hell it's called. Amazon Alexa. I think I probably said that already, but definitely iHeartRadio Radio and Apple Podcasts. You know where you could, you know where you could find us too. You you could find us at um, Cash App. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got all you got to do is to get your phone and and um, cash up, uh, hit the Cash App thing on the side there and scream <laughs> and that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, support. Yeah, support the, the damn podcast, man. You you want us to be uh, away from our families talking shit for four or five hours? Look at go buy a, buy a damn hoodie for Christ's sake. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go to go to dynixdot.com and buy some shit, okay? Yep. Speak, speaking of that, I, I'm gonna change that. That my, my website is gonna change pretty soon. So if anybody wants anything on the current website, check it out. Because because uh, the dynix.com website is gonna change um pretty soon. Sometime maybe maybe before summer league. You know, so hopefully before summer league, I should say that because it's July. So sometime this month the site is gonna change. So yeah, I'm working on a lot too. But um, yeah, let's get out of let's get out of here, man. Peace out, you guys. Appreciate you guys, man. Um, go next and um, get Randall the fuck off my team. All right, I'm out of here. Bye. Bye, guys. See you later, okay? Peace.